Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Two philosophers. Pashao. Modern day philosophers. With no fucking background in philosophy whatsoever. Hey, bullshit, motherfucker. Welcome to Wasted Content, episode 69. I am Anthropos. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. This I guy was, was waiting for I it. He's I like, was like, <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I, we can't. We no, can't. we can't. We can't. <laughs> what the fuck? I was going to be like running back, but we can because I already popped the bottle. <laughs> fuck. All right. Dude, we could pop like a fucking regular ass beer and they wouldn't even know. Well, I can cut it at the point where it's. And then have an oh yeah? Yeah. All right. I, I, I think now this I think this all needs to stay now. Keep going. Fuck it. Fuck it. Fuck it. This is episode 69 of Wasted <laughs> Content. I am Anthropos. I am Ozymandias. And joining us in the Wasted Space, we have Asaphasius. Talk to us, bro. How you doing, man? Doing good, man. Glad to be back on. It's been a while since I've been over here. Uh, looking forward to the show. Fuck yes, sir. We have Trap Lord. Yo, what's up, man? Thank you for having me. Uh, appreciate, always appreciate hanging out with you guys, you know? And uh, happy birthday to you, sir. Thank uh, you, brother. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. And, of course, Orgasmatron. Hey, what's up, guys? Super stoked to be here. Fucking celebrating Anthropos' uh, fucking gradual climb to towards death. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> for today's episode, and thank you, gentlemen, for joining us here. Uh, today's episode, we have something a little special. Um, if, if you know, you know, Bourbon County is my number one favorite fucking beer ever. We, we've had hundreds, if not over a thousand, at least different beers collectively for sure, but individually, um, absolutely, probably as well. And yeah, it's <laughs> stupid, bro. Like we just had so many fucking beers and different, different kinds of beers, different types of beers. And um, out of all of them, this is my fucking absolute favorite. And every year that this beer comes out, I look forward to its release. It's released on Black Friday every fucking year. And this year, we have seven in the uh, lineup in the variants. But not all of them made it to the uh, West Coast. Uh, fucking, if you want to get the anniversary, the birthday, or the proprietors... I believe that things run run like fucking 55, 60 bucks a bottle. Yikes. Um, that shit's like Spumoni inspired with some fucking cherries and some pistachios. Dude, I, I've, I'm going to kill for that shit. If I could trade it, if anybody listening knows where I could trade for that shit, uh, talk to me. So um, either way, we're going to get right to it. This is the Bourbon County lineup from Goose Island. Uh, I fucking pray to them every single night. And uh, we got a stout Asian bourbon barrels. That's what we got. We got some motherfuckers that in 1991 decided, hey, you know those fucking barrels you keep throwing away, neighbor? Uh, let me have some of those. And we're going to pour our stout into it. We're going to age it. We're going to put it away for a few months. We're going to fucking open that shit up. And we're going to put that into bottles. And they changed the game in terms of the style that um, that I fucking love the most. And um, yeah, dude, they're just killing it always. So um, here we go. The 2020. Bourbon County Stout. Uh, here's the pour. Alrighty, we have the pour out, and it's time to get some smelling notes on this. Uh, gentlemen, join me. Hello, my old friend. 
Smells very syrupy sweet. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that syrup is something that always stands out, you know, like a maple syrup or something. The smell is thick, you know, like it's just full bodied in itself. It lets you know it's going to kind of stick. A lot of vanilla notes, some caramel coming through, a little toffee. Yes, absolutely. Uh, Tons of uh, vanilla and toffee on my end. And um, that's the barrel speaking to you. Uh, I also get woody. There's a fucking beautiful wood here. It kind of seems like a white oak wood, just like really fine and really refined, not too earthy. Um, And then, of course, uh, you get fucking bourbon, man. Oh, yeah. You get all that bourbon that seeped into the barrels at one point. There is definitely a lot of the wood sugars in this, and um, I can't wait to taste it. Let's get right to it, gentlemen. Let's see what the fuck we got here. Cheers. 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 It just immediately the mouthfeel of the beer is enormous. And um, fucking, if you think about a stout that just just fucking stomped its way onto the scene uh, at, at its at that time in 1991, you think of a bourbon barrel aged beer at 14.6% ABV, and it's a fucking Frankenstein, right? It's just an anomaly. And um, and it just it still holds its ground nowadays. This is kind of the bar uh, for any anybody any other brewing company that's trying to make a barrel aged stout. This is the fucking bar. They set the tone uh, thirty years ago, gentlemen, and it's it's insane to still have it and have it brewed every single fucking year and always have it amaze you. Yeah, it's incredible to think that it, this is almost as old as we are. We're having a beer that was fucking brewed in 91. Fuck yeah, dude. Nuts. Nuts. That It's still holding fucking true today. And it's still a fucking monster today compared to everything else. Yeah, I love the way it looks, too. I mean, when you just hold it up to the light, nothing comes through. Um, you know, when you taste it, it's almost kind of like creamy. You know, it, it sticks to the sides almost like oil does. You know, kind of yeah. like just real slick. Beautiful legs. Across it. Um, and then it just kind of like bends the light, you know, it tilts it a little bit and you can kind of see the hue coming from the sides of the glass, not even the beer itself. That's really nice. Um, yeah, man, I love this thing. This, this thing's fucking awesome. Amazing. It's, um, I taste fruits, a lot of fruits, you know, like I want to say like even like a fermented peach in there. Damn. Oof. Yeah, man. Seriously. Just like, the syrupiness of yeah, it, right? Yeah, some really complex stuff in there, man. Like, um, yeah, uh, definitely um, taste the wood, smokiness, a um, little bit of, like, brown sugar. Um, so Fuck many yeah. more things, man. Fuck but, yeah. Um, all I got to say is amazing. <laughs> you know, I love having your fucking opinion on this, on all the beers here, because your livelihood is fucking taste. It's fucking incredible to have that aspect coming from you where you're calling out a fucking like fermented fruit. It's nuts, dude. It's crazy. I love it. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Kudos to you, man, on that. It's fucking it's a different insight. Um, Definitely a very valuable one. Uh, But yeah, uh, on my end, uh, it's a lot of molasses and I'm appreciating that. Yeah. Very little carbonation to speak of. You know, it's typical of the style. Um, But I also believe 
that um, that it, it lets you appreciate the weight um, of the beer and, and how it just kind of takes over your whole palate. It's definitely amazing. The the wood character in here adds just an enormous layer of, of depth to the flavor profile. And um, this is, quite frankly, one of the most refined recipes out in the craft beer uh, market. Um, it's it's uh, true and tested. Uh, fucking, you know, uh, what is it? Survive the test of time. And if you if you pair it up with another person that's trying to do something similar to this, um, this, this thing's just going to knock the other one out of the park nine times out of ten. You got to be doing some fucking wild shit with your bourbon barrels you got to have the right connections with the right people for the right barrels for the right bourbon in those right barrels and you have to have that recipe down pat and they've done it even though they went out conglomerate even though we're craft independent craft beer supporters this is a company that has survived going corporate um one of the first things to go is quality whenever you mass produce and i don't know that bourbon county or at least the people that stayed on the board ever sacrificed any of that uh so fuck yeah dude i I got i'm ready for a rating on this um but you know what i'd love to hear what you guys got on it asafacius what's your rating sir uh you know i have a feeling it's gonna keep going all the way across um for me this is a five this is kind of hits checks everything off wow Um, five but at the same time i kind of knew that going into this and when i say it's a five uh you know i kind of put it a uh, how, how would i say it's not a it's one of the best beers that I've had, but I, more importantly, it's consistently one of the one of the best. I mean, I've had a couple different variations of it in the different years of it, and so definitely I've had beers on par with it. When I say it's a five, I, I say that it just lives in that realm. Um, the variations sometimes are hit and miss, so I'm kind of ser- uh, curious to see if all these are going to be fives for me, um, but the base beer for it, the Bourbon County, uh, definitely uh, stayed true, and just like you said, it's it survived that... Uh, conversion into being mainstream you know when we've had it it's just Fuck never yeah. it still stayed uh you know smaller barrels or even if they're doing it on large scale now they they preserved it you know so it's a five for me trap lord um i thought uh i thought this was just an amazing showcase of craftsmanship you know personally i think um I think you could taste all the work that went into this. Fuck yeah. You know, um, like it's so complex in my opinion. It's just, you know, it has everything, man. It has a bottom, a middle, a top, and then a cherry on top, you know, (laughs) (laughs) like for real. So for me, um, although I'm not at the connoisseur or Cicerone or any of that level, like I i i could appreciate this beer so i'm gonna give it i'm gonna give it a, i'm gonna give it a nine so i could leave room for other stuff but i'm gonna go with the nine man very well beautiful <clears throat> okay so this is fucking amazing uh being in 2020 um and just being you know uh, a fresh release compared to the rest of the lineup is still pretty fucking good so i'm gonna give it a nine um you come to expect uh, a certain standard from Bourbon County and their brewing prowess never disappoints. So it's going to be a nine for me. Beautiful. Osmandius, what you got, man? <clears throat> I'm going to piggyback off Assface 
talking about how this is a base beer because we are going to experience a lot of variants and we have had different variants of this beer here. Uh, but I'm not going to go as low as Assy Face is. Yeah, and I, and I think I, <laughs> I started off too soon because when I'm saying the five, I'm already thinking like we're, I'm going out of five like a dumbass since I've been here all these times. Ah. Yeah, so. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to give it a, a nine. Uh, it was a. It was Jesus, a, all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because it was supposed to be like a 10 in my head, you know? And uh, I like see. I said, uh, it's it's that it's living in that realm, that nine, 10. I don't know why the five is, like I said, I started off too early, I guess. <laughs> I see. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, I was going to say five is kind of disrespectful. For sure. Think. I was going to tell you to get the fuck out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and th- that's what I mean by being consistent and living in that realm. Like, it's a t- it's a top of the beer for me. For sure. Know? It's definitely top of the food chain on fucking bourbon, fucking barrel-aged stouts. Yeah. Uh, this is going to be an 8.59 for me because it is a base beer, but they are fucking consistent as a motherfucker. They brew this every year, and it's always exactly the fucking same. It's fucking gorgeous all the way through. So uh, I'm going to fucking lean more towards nine for sure. Uh, Last year, uh, we all got together for a 2014 through 2019. And we had a vertical lineup of the same uh, Bourbon County brand style. Um, I'll have all of you guys know that I have a 2013 through 2020 lineup sitting in my fucking closet as well. And we'll eventually get to that. That one's really going to hurt me because compiling all of those years again was um, a lot of work. And I had to make a lot of connections and know a lot of people and spend a lot of fucking money. (laughs) Um, So, like, you know, the last the first time I did that, it was incredible. And then the second time I did it, it's stupid. So but I mean, it's meant to be fucking enjoyed. So maybe this time next year. We'll be getting together for a t- uh, 2013 through a 2021 for a real fuckboy fest here, dude. No, for just keep it going to 23. <laughs> <laughs> just do a decade of bourbon. Oh, shit. Yeah. No shit. I Don't like touch it. You're idea. so close right now. I fucking like your idea, dude. I'm going to hold down until then. A decade of Bourbon County, fuck. I mean, let's just hope that you've stored these appropriately and doesn't taste like shit when I taste the <laughs> 13. Soy sauce. You know? yeah. Or it could be a very appropriate fucking 30-year anniversary for the Bourbon County since it was originally released in 1991. So you could look at it that way, too. Oh, oh, gosh, gosh. Right. He just wants to drink it sooner. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. For Bourbon County's 2020 Bourbon, uh, um, um, bourbon Barrel Age Stout, I have nine. Uh, I've had plenty of other fucking bur- bourbon barrel age or barrel age stouts that um, slightly exceed this for their own, um, you know, for their own workings. And um, it's really cool to see that this is uh, the bar and other brewing companies have said, we got to fucking beat that. We have to, we're up against that. We got to fucking beat that. So for me, this is a nine. Um, this still holds its ground firmly in in uh, the craft beer industry and in the craft beer market in the market of bourbon barrel aged imperial stouts. So fucking nine for me. Uh, it sounds like we have a nine all across the board. Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah, let's move on to our second 2020 variant. What you got? What's up? What's up, man? Do it. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to the second beer in the lineup. From Bourbon County, this is a wheat, wheat, <laughs> wheat, wheat. This is a brand caramella ale. This is a wheat wine ale aged in bourbon barrels with apple, cinnamon, and natural caramel flavors. Ooh, 
This is coming in at a 14.6 ABV. Nice. Absolutely. <clears throat> Holy shit. There's not much to this beer other than... That's all there is to it, bro. Traditional to fucking Bourbon County is no description. It's all fucking taste. For real. <laughs> Holy shit. A lot lighter than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, I expected something dark coming out of there. We got this poured out. This is looking fucking ridiculous. This almost looks like a fucking red ale. Yeah, dude. it's uh, It has a beautiful hue to it. Mm-hmm. It really just kind of like has a glow in the glass. It's a beautiful like a blood red amber. Yes. It's really interesting because you think Bourbon County, you're not thinking this uh, color in your glass. Not at all. Yeah, fuck yeah, dude. It looks it looks exactly like a beautiful red ale. Um, it's actually a wheat wine ale, though. And uh, these do just as well in aging as stouts do. No shit. Fuck yeah, they do. Once you pop them in a barrel, these things pop like a motherfucker. Uh, let's get some smelling on top of this shit. Fuck. <laughs> it's good. There's not so much a punch in the face. Like, you know, like the, you could still kind of get some notes... Uh, Nostrils still perk up, but it's not a bourbon front. It's not uh, as heavy as it was uh, on the base. Yeah, and then uh, definitely uh, I get caramel on those, like uh, like toasted, almost burnt. Like think of the kind of caramel you would uh, picture on flan. Ooh, that, that's, yeah. that's the kind of caramel that I'm picturing. It's got some super nice, tight fucking bubbles on it too. <sighs> um, yeah, when you said uh, amber, that that. Kind of definitely like painted the picture that is this beer. Like it's just a very like elegant, um, you know, kind of like a kind of like a cinnamon, um, very like I don't know, maybe like passion fruit, something like that. You know, it just has it just has a very intriguing, like deep yet like kind of tropical color to it. So nice, yeah, cool. Yeah, I'm gonna say this color almost poured out like a port wine. But Beautiful, not as syrupy. Yeah, uh, I'll have to. I'll have to agree with that completely. Yeah, if if it didn't have that big foamy head, mm-hmm. um, it would absolutely be in a very tiny four ounce snifter. Right, right. Yep. Fuck yeah, dude. All right, guys, let's get right into this one. Beer <clears throat> number cheers, two, guys. Cheers, Caramella. Cheers, 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 cheers. Ooh. Oh my god, that's that's dessert right there. I know. Wow. This is an all-American fucking dessert right here. Yeah. yeah, dude, it's a slice of apple pie with mm. bourbon on Hell top yeah, of it. Is. Definitely. Hell yeah, it is with caramelized Car- bourbon. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is, would definitely serve very well as a dessert beer after a nice fucking dinner. I can picture this sitting on a windowsill and hobos floating towards it. You know. <laughs> <laughs> With their little bag of Bolivies? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I could swear there's a little bit of crust on this, too. Nice. You, know, you can just nice. taste that, that bready kind of. Nice. Yeah, now that I took that second sip, I I, I can uh, I can pick that out, too. This, uh, this, this, not only does it remind me, like, very upfront of, like, apple pie, it also has, like, a German taste to it for whatever reason. 
like you know what I mean. Has it tastes superior. <laughs> <laughs> it tastes. It tastes. It tastes like it tastes like piney. There's like a piney like you know like taste to it, and there's also like a. There's just like there's just some type of like. I feel like I've had this in like some type of Belgium, like maybe like Fin du Monde or something like that. Like there's okay. A, what the fuck is a oh like a Fin du Monde? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it just has a very like a very fine flavor, like finishing it off. Yeah, it definitely does have a little bit of a uh, spirit in there. Uh, is right. this also bourbon barrel aged? This is bourbon barrel aged. Uh, okay. In fact, any well, everything that you're gonna have inside uh, one of these bottles is. Uh, been aged in bourbon barrels, correct? That's a fucking amazing job. Yeah, good good job, guys. Good job, Bourbon County. One of the first things that really jumped out of this glass um, on the nose was the booze, though. Um, I really think that this could do well after about a two-year shelving. Uh, once you get those booze tones to tone down, this will turn into... You probably can pour this like a fucking syrup over your pancakes, you know? Um, but there's a ton of boost here. I feel like there's a little bit of an unrefined edge, but I'm not mad at it at all because it is supposed to be something fucking overtly big. <clears throat> uh, the flavor profile is coming through completely. I get everything that they fucking put on the label. I get apple, I get cinnamon that there's like a nice spicy warmth as it travels down my fucking gullet. Right, right. And, um, everything's here. Uh, I also do have to mention that. A lot of these variants have been, um, there's been a, a, a selection of barrels that they've been um, aged in. So this variant that we're enjoying is in 100% Larceny bourbon uh, barrels. That's what you're enjoying. Larceny, if you haven't had it, is a wonderful bourbon. Um, I'd say it's got like a little bit more of like a sweeter uh, burnt caramel vanilla touch than like your Knob Creek. Your knob, creep, your knob Creek is the shit that's going to make you fucking curl your nostril hairs and grow hair on your chest. Uh, Larceny uh, is still um, almost full strength. I believe it's a 46% um, ABV spirit, but it's got a little bit more of a sweeter edge than that Knob Creek. And um, yeah, I really love the spirit in here. The spirit's wonderful. Yeah, I almost feel like there's, the, I don't know if they added a lot of sugar on it, but I almost feel like... A there's like a extra sugar on this, whether it's a due to the fermenting or, you know, it's it's exactly like an apple pie. I mean, in like uh, like you said, maybe aging a little bit. Uh, I hardly taste any of the booze right now. I mean, I, Fuck, I, really? I can taste them, but not at a 14 percent like you were saying that this was on the label. This is nowhere near for me. I didn't I didn't feel I felt like I got all the flavor before I got the punch. And that alone is speaking volumes to a 14 percenter. So uh, I don't know. It, it's it's a great beer. Um, it's way it's a big variation too. I, I can taste the right. base that's in there, yeah. but I'm not. It doesn't taste like it's the same beer. This is completely oh, no. on its Absolutely own. Uh, not. You know whatever they did with it. I don't know how much the ratios were, but they did something completely different with this. Yeah, there there's a different level of a well. There's a different base beer in here as well. Okay. So what you're used to is is an imperial stout base. Um, what they did with this is a wheat wine. And they've actually done quite a few wheat wines throughout every year's variants. They always include the wheat wine. In fact, you have a, a Bourbon County uh, wheat wine. It's just a wheat wine aged in bourbon barrels. You have that variant as well. 
Um, but yeah, it's a different base beer, and it's really cool to see them doing something else just as masterfully, right? Exactly. Ozymandias? Okay, I'm going to just go <clears throat> jump into the ratings here. <clears throat> this is definitely a nine. Uh, this is a very different style of beer that we had prior to this. A wheat ale. I think the wheat is allowing a lot of that like crust flavor that you were mentioning. Nice. Okay. Um, and it's really coming through. It's, it's really fucking a beautiful fucking uh, symphony of fucking flavors. You got the wheat mm-hmm. that's allowing that crust and then the apple and the cinnamon. It's really allowing for that like fucking fresh apple pie to come through. And I think that's what their intention was. It was definitely a fucking nine for me. It's solid nine. Yeah. And uh, just like I mentioned, uh, is the character of the night all the way through nines uh, for me as well. Um it's just definitely hitting the spot. Like I said, it, it's it's something completely different, um, and it just exactly what it said on the label. I mean, all that cinnamon, that apple, that that's what I tasted first, and it was just really came true. That's a very nice, well-rounded taste and and a beautiful finish. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna leave it at a nine. I'm gonna give it a eight point five, um, just because I think that um, I wish it would have been a little bit like deeper deeper nut deeper smokier notes um because i'm not mad at the sugar content like i'm not mad at how sweet it is because it's very sweet Um, it is really yeah and and i'm not mad at it but i just wish that there would have been uh a balance to the sweetness um that's my own that's the only thing i have to say about it other than that i think it's a great i loved it um I don't want anything changed. I just want something maybe added. So 8.5 for me. Some like pecan or some walnut in here, right? Right. It's definitely not a session beer. It's definitely like a, a finisher and maybe like only, you know, one one or two or something like that. But mm-hmm. it, it definitely can't stand alone. Like you said, it's too much sweetness. It, it, it's great the way it is, but the sweetness does prevent it from being you know, <clears throat> tolerable for a whole session. Yeah, I think splitting this is like just perfect. Mm, I think right. more than that, it would have been a little too much. I got your big nut right here. <laughs> <laughs> now, all bullshit aside, though, uh, 8.5. It is decadently sweet, uh, almost syrupy. Um, and that's a great thing. I do wish it was a little bit more balanced. And that's where the room for improvement. For, um, that's where it has room to improve for me. Um I would care for a little bit more barrel on it. You know, maybe stick a fucking slice of uh, of charred oak in there. You know, prick it up a little bit. But that could also be uh, because it's so fresh, and you know, maybe even aging it a year or two down the line would greatly improve that that uh, fucking uh, woody character to it. So, uh, eight point five for me. <clears throat> There's um when you mentioned the wheat, there is like a dry grain character that sits somewhere on the lighter end. Maybe like at the just like the skin of this beer. Um, there's like a very dry grain spice. I think it's complemented very well by the cinnamon. And uh, it reminds me of rye. And I think that this recipe would do wonderfully. If you're if it's a wheat wine ale, if you pair this with a rye barrel, I think a lot of that like spicy flavor would probably subdue that sweetness. Because that that rye is dry, yeah, and it would subdue that sweetness, and I think you'd have a little bit more balance. 
The beer is very cloying. It is very sweet. It kind of feels like you're going to have to fucking get a tooth pulled after it because it's syrupy. Um, the booze is um, it, it's, it's extreme to me. Um, so in sweetness and booze, there's um, a bit much, and I would like to see a balance on that as well. And I think they could do it with a rye barrel instead. Um, because of that, I'm going to have to downgrade to a 9.5. Otherwise, this is masterful, and it's fucking unique. It's, um, it's a flex. It's a flex. Look, motherfuckers, we're Bourbon County. We do this shit. Uh, it would be a 10 for me if you, if you guys can balance that out with a little bit of dryer uh, to tone down the cloying sweetness. You got a fucking winner, a 10 out of 10. This is a 9.5 for me. Uh, what you got as a menace again? A nine? Nine. A nine. Yeah. All right. A nine, a nine, a nine, a nine. A nine point five. Actually, eight point uh, five. Eight point five. I was eight point five as well. Eight point five. Fucking yeah. a. All right. But, I got. Hey, definitely. Fucking Bourbon County is definitely draping their dick over their shoulder on this one, dude. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <dude. laughs> Fuck yes. Fuck yes. Um. So um. After enjoying the second beer in the lineup, we're gonna jump into the first topic of the podcast. For the first topic of today's episode, I I want to bring to your attention that the new administration is um. Talking about raising the federal minimum wage. Yay. Yay. Everybody's happy. Oh, my God. Not Everybody's necessarily. Everybody's happy. No, 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 no. Not really. Um, That's not the fucking stance I'm taking on really? this. Because of a minimum wage. So th this, <clears throat> the, the entering um, <clears throat> presidency and government is talking about raising the minimum wage. Mm -hmm. uh, we're, we're talking about doing that in... Times of probably the most volatile um, uh, financial state of this country to date. Uh, we're talking in a time where inflation is right around the corner, where money has been printed, where 25% of the world's money has been printed in the last year. And I'm not talking about United States of America. I'm talking about 25% of the fucking money in the world has been created in the past fucking year. And we're talking about raising the minimum wage, dude. You're, you're talking about fucking throwing ice cubes to the sun to try to defeat it. You know, it's so fucking stupid and it's not the solution. And everybody that is dependent on the minimum wage flocks to the idea. Obviously, they flock to the idea because you're telling them that for doing next to nothing, you're going to get paid $15 an hour. And, and, and I hate to sound like this motherfucker that's, like, fucking just, like, I, I'm, I'm in no position, like, middle fucking class, upper middle class, to fucking talk, speak down to the impoverished in such a way. I'm, I'm in no position. But it is to highlight a point that maybe they haven't considered. You, when you talk about legally, legally, in terms of legalities making it illegal to pay anybody less than $15 an hour, you are creating a workforce that has been forced to kind of just cut off at a certain level, right? There's a lot of us out there in the market that are, um, frankly, not worth $15 an hour, right? That's the whole fucking behemoth take on, like, McDonald workers getting $15 an hour, Blah. Because a lot of people are not providing $15 an hour worth of labor to the fucking workforce. So when you make it the base level, you're cutting off 
a whole section of the fucking people that are that can be productive. That can actually take, maybe they don't have fifteen dollar an hour worth of skill yet. Maybe they're fucking um, young young people that have never had a job before, or people that have been in impoverished lives their whole fucking lifetime, and they don't have fifteen dollars worth an hour experience. So maybe they could provide five dollar an hour worth of experience or ten dollar worth an hour experience. And if you have an economy where there's no a minimum wage you have an economy where as a fucking um as a business you can provide a job to practically any fucking extent of skill you could have some fucking guy that's working two hours a fucking week and he could be on your payroll but when you make it illegal to do that like it, it is when you're putting a minimum wage thing on this shit you're not gonna hire that guy because it's not going to be um produ- it's not going to be positive on your financials when you when you're fucking sectioned off to this small fucking bubble where you have to work with the healthcare and the fucking benefits of all these fucking employees when you stack all of this fucking governing bodies and governing laws and taxes and and fucking scraping off of the profits of all of these businesses you don't have the, the space to provide a job to a person who can only provide $5 or $10 or $12 an hour service. You are effectively making a whole section of the population permanently unemployable. Permanently unemployable. Because they can't provide you at least $15 an hour worth of labor. And it's so fucked up. But I think it's the plan. I think that's the plan. I think... We've always said that we're um, nonpartisan here, but it's so fucked because when you, when when you actually put it all under a fucking microscope, you put a magnifying glass on it. You you look at the Democratic Party and you see a group of people. It's funny, dog. I used to be poor. I used to come from. I came from nothing, and I used to think that I had to side with the Democrats. And then I look at this. And all it is, it to me, it looks like a scheme to keep people dependent on government welfare and checks, right? Because if you make them, the only opportunity that they have to make money outside of a $15 minimum wage is either crime or welfare. You make them permanently unemployable, they'll never have the skill set to be unemployable to provide that minimum level of fucking value to a company they'll never have that so you keep them tied and afraid of losing that fucking government paycheck so you retain voters but but they're still not able to do that so are you saying that if we didn't have a 15 minimum 15 minimum wage that if we had a five dollar minimum wage or if there was no minimum wage that that would stop crime that because now i'm not employable at 15 dollars now i'm not going to do crime because i can find a job that's going to pay me five dollars well, um, I think that that would probably divert some people out of there because you have a legal way of um, earning a living. And if you feel that your labor is worth more than $5 an hour in a competitive market, in a free market, if this was capitalism the way it's supposed to be, instead of a fucking democratically run socialist fucking economic environment, instead of that, if you were to have not that, 
dude, all the healthcare and all the shit that they scrape off the top of the businesses, if you didn't have that, if you didn't have these governing bodies and the governing laws and taxation that comes with business owning, then you would be able to provide some kind of fucking labor to some kind of people that have some kind of skill set. But instead, you make it illegal. You can't employ them, dog. You can't pay them $5 an hour. That's illegal. Even if they don't have the skill set to do that. So, but the minimum wage is based on the bare minimum of what it takes to like live. And right now, bullshit, motherfucker. Right now, it's, right now it's not enough. It's not enough. Yeah, dude. I'm, it's I'm, way too low. I'm on, always on here talking about fucking government dependency and all this fucking conspiracy bullshit, fucking tin foil hat time. But I'm on the side of this guy right now. It is, it's not necessarily about the value of the labor. It's about fucking living in a fucking country that makes fucking more than any other fucking country in the world and not being able to fucking feed your family. That's the fucking bottom line. The bare minimum. Fucking 1920, the fucking Great Depression. How many people fucking starved? The fucking minimum wage fucking law didn't come into fact until fucking 1930-something because of that. Because people starved to fucking death. Because they couldn't fucking feed their fucking family a fucking base fucking level of fucking food. Grain. Whatever the fuck it is. I would, this, like, the whole Great Depression started the fucking, the, the, the corn fucking subsidies and all this bullshit because fucking Franklin D. Roosevelt's like, nobody else is going to fucking starve in this fucking country. Everyone's going to get paid a living fucking wage for whatever fucking type of work they do. But nobody else is going to starve here. I would like, I would like for anthropists to like, just further explain himself with, with this whole, with this whole idea he's going on. Cause, cause I'm, I'm a, I'm a little bit of a loss right here because it, it, to me, it seems a little bit contradictory, you know? How so? Because you're asking for less regulation, right? Absolutely. That's yes. what you want. Absolutely. You want less regulation. Yes. And, yes. And so and so the, the prerogative here for, for me, for myself, is you know, once you give power to giants, it's like you can't regulate it. There is not one man who can see these things take a life of their own. It's not, it's not you or me or anybody else that's going to be able to fucking handle these. These are beasts. These are like animals in Africa. You're talking about you trying to go to Africa and wrangle a, a rhinoceros. Yeah, absolutely. Because. That rhinoceros has kept us um, in a pretty fucking shitty situation. We've all been afraid of it. And because of it, um, we fucking cower to its position of like solace and protection. Bullshit, dude. If you were to, if you were to have a free market, you would see education become more affordable without all the government subsidies. You would see healthcare become way more affordable. Way more affordable. Than it is instead of it being uh, something that you have to have because otherwise we're going to dock you on your fucking taxes. So you already have like these uh, just hair away from a monopoly in so many different industries. It's like four guys. And so now it's not a monopoly because they each only own 25% or 20%. And there's 10% that's spread out amongst the people. Well, they're owned by these large corporations. So let's say we get away from the minimum wage. The minimum wage is a way to get back at the man in the first place. It's, it's the government's way of saying, hey, you can't screw everybody over. 
even if they're not worth $5 a labor, if they're working, you have to be able to let them live and eat and provide for their family just because they work for eight hours a day. And that's kind of the borderline from capitalism, socialism. But at the same time, if capitalism runs rampant and we just let people starve because we say, in my idea, in my terms, in my view, you're not worth X amount of dollars. If we just eliminate that, then we take those four people. And if they're friends with each other, then they just all say, hey, you know what? There's no minimum wage. Let's just all agree that no matter how qualified the person is, we have control. So let's just not pay more than $10 an hour. Our five dollars yeah, an hour. Our absolutely, an hour. absolutely. That works. Th that works in this system. Would, it does. I would just like for yeah. Asa Faces to, to finish. I would just like for Asa Faces to finish his yeah, his, 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 his his thought before because I'm following and 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 I want him to finish his 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 thought. Right. Well, just off of kind of what you touched on right now, like it it works in the system, but it it doesn't. It, it lets me say that. You know what? In my eyes, you may not be worth X amount of dollars. You might not worth $10 and $15. But we're still talking about $10 and $15 as a minimum living wage when we have people who aren't even at the top rung, but people who are in the medium rung and are bonusing $50 to $150 to $200,000 as a bonus on top of their salary, salary wage. That's just what they get as a regular, hey, thank you for doing a good job this year, on top of the person who's getting paid $15 an hour. When you start looking at your rungs, bef way before you get to the CEO, you get someone who's in a like a regional position or something like that, making without like blinking an eye, maybe seven or eight times what the frontline worker is doing, and yeah. they're organizing stuff and they're deciding stuff. And if it, if we take away the minimum that they're allowed to pay someone, then they all might agree that the minimum this job is worth is way less than what we're paying now. It, right. it, it could go the other way if we have good morals, but we're people and people don't necessarily have great morals when you put them in a group together. They, they tend to go the other way when there's like a group that can profit and you end up with like, except, I don't know, 1% except, or 2% of people who have all this wealth. Except when you have a group of people who's been constantly fucked. That's when, that's when it gets a little different. It's when you have a group of people that have been constantly fucked. Like now. So yeah, like now. So the system allows for that to happen. But if you had a real free market, if you had true capitalism for what it's supposed to be, you vote with your fucking wallet. And you have a company that's doing that, that's giving 10x bonuses to their company, even though their frontline workers aren't getting shit, they're getting table scraps. Then the free market, ideally, ideally, would move away from that because it doesn't benefit anybody else other than the masses. It benefits the masses. It's turning that fucking, that, that, that that funnel upside down because a democracy right a democracy is supposed to be a government by the people for the people and it's gone conversely the, the democracy has become socialism and socialism destroys any fucking economic and financial environment that it occupies and infects it infects it and it destroys it this way um you you have a bunch of people that could probably provide some kind of skill level into an entry-level job. What's the best way to fucking learn a skill and how to fucking run a business? Get a fucking job. Get a fucking job. Build your skill set. And then and, and if you could make $5 an hour or $10 an hour working for yourself, nobody's going to get away. If I could provide $10 worth of labor on my own, then nobody's going to get away with paying me $5 for it. It's going to be a competitive market. The market is going to fucking compete. It's going to be competitive. 
and then nobody's gonna get away. I mean, that's easy me. to say in a state like California where there are billions of fucking companies offering jobs and regulations. But let's go fucking a little east to the fucking center of the fucking country where a lot of towns are built around industry. Uh, you go to fucking Lincoln, Nebraska. There's fucking Tyson, and that's all there is. Yeah. All there is. That's the only job fucking available. But yeah. there's a fucking billion people in the surrounding area looking for a fucking job. Yeah. So they're all competing for the same fucking job. And guess what? There's yeah. no fucking minimum wage. Yeah. It's a fucking seller's fucking market. Yeah. So, hey, you know what? You're qualified, but this guy's willing to do the job for fucking $3 less than what you're offering. So we're going to go with this guy. Sure. And then the next guy's offering it for $3 less. And then the next guy's offering it for $3 less. Yeah. So at what point doesn't it turn it? When doesn't it turn to fucking slave labor? At the point that you're able to take accountability for the value that you bring to the company. You can't walk away if this is the at, only at the fucking job available. Yeah, you can. Listen, go to no. fucking middle Boom. America, Who told- dude. Who told you that you can't walk away? Go listen, to middle. Listen. Who told you that? You need to you feed your family. To your family needs lie. to eat. That's a lie. No, it's now not. It, now it is because you, there's a minimum. Because you're able to set a minimum and say that I'm this much more qualified than the minimum person. But if there is no minimum, then you have no baseline. The baseline is zero. So then it becomes if you're equally qualified as somebody, you're not able to throw your weight and say I'm, I'm this qualified, so I should get paid this much. You're able to say I'm equally as qualified, but that guy will do it for less. And then yeah, become doesn't a, that highlight your skill level though? No, Does, it doesn't. It becomes it a bidding war of, who, of your employer and who's willing to pay. That's weird. Because if I could provide a lot more labor labor than the next guy. That's willing to take a dollar less than me, then I'm not working there. Okay, if you're I'm gonna, going to the other state that has other fucking places. And well, other listen to me. That's, this is that this is where you kind of this is where, this is where you're kind of out of the loop because you're you you're you like to see that a lot of the industry today does not necessarily account for uh, manufacturing and uh, and and what is coming out, but more as data. You know what I mean? So like you're in a place where you're thinking like. Oh, people really care to know what it is that I provide for them as a manufacturer, but they really don't, man. What they care for you these days is what you provide as data because they don't care who the fuck walks in the fucking Amazon fucking sort center, you know? They just care to know how many people do they need to be be in there so that they could fucking push out this. Yeah. yeah, your skill level gets uh, diminished. It because, doesn't matter, bro. Yeah, you're it very, doesn't get diminished, bro. If you're willing to settle no. because that's the most value that you could bring to the company, listen, then that's listen, your listen, fault. listen, listen, that's no, no, but, but the thing, but the thing is that you can yo, do is listen, put stickers listen, on boxes. Listen, listen, that's your fucking listen, fault. listen. But you, but you, but you also, your train of thought, your train of thought, your train of thought is archaic, my my man. It's like because you're thinking about, you're thinking about, you're thinking about. You as an individual, when nobody else is thinking about you everybody's a fucking individual. What the fuck you but, mean? But, as as see, an individual, see, but not see, as see, a corporation. See, 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 just as just as corporations like stack like stocks and they fucking lump them up and they just fucking sell them as lumps. That's the same thing they do to us, dude. Like they just fucking. We're just fucking lumps. We're of just course, lumps. that's the fucking problem. And dude. exactly, and the, and how do you stick out of there? It's not by fucking being like the person that fucking, you know, that you're like fuck this, fuck that. Yeah, fuck this. you you instead you fall in line and you comply, right? No, that's the that's, solution, right? That's definitely you're not, not complying. Yeah, that's definitely no. not. E- that's definitely not either. But but you know what I mean? It's like there has to be a balance. Like there has to be a sweet spot 
where you're where you're floating and i'm not saying i know it i'm just saying it's there and i'm trying to figure it out myself too you know what i mean and that's where i see like a lot of maybe us in in our age group you know what i mean they're just kind of like you were just kind of you know like we're new to this whatever the fuck this is where it's like old school and new school clash so I'm, I'm arguing against the gentleman that could uh, most definitely create his own business and make more money for himself than he is making money for a corporation okay i'm arguing against a gentleman that could do that the only reason that you take a job is because the job the opportunity is going to pay you more than you could ever make on your own skill set right Otherwise, why else would you take a fucking job? What uh, it creates right? stability, security. It, yeah, it creates security. When you when you run your own business, there's a lot of d- different uh, comfort and security is your argument. Well, it, it depends on, on your life. Security for your family. Yeah, it it depends on yeah. on your life priorities. Because if if say like uh, you want to go on and, and create and just make money, yeah, and you want to blindly make money. Well, to to what end and to what purpose? What's yeah. the point of that money? If your purpose is your family, then you would you would crave stability over money. And if yeah. you can create a, a an environment for yourself where you're able to make X amount of money and provide and never worry about anything, then you then owning your own business really becomes a risk of do I want more money than I need? Do I need? Do I'm I, sorry. What? Yeah. More. No. No. What the fuck? Yeah. Because there's only a certain amount of money, and when we go into like the grand scheme of things, there's only so much money you need to provide for your family comfortably, to get a house in whatever state you're in, yep. to get a very nice house, to get a very uh, nice car. This is exactly to, what they fucking. Nope. This is what exactly what the fuck they nope. want. No, nope. It, nope. it's not this what. Is exactly it's not what, what they, they want. want. It's it's a it's a matter of that you're talking about the masses, Dude. and it's is it does one person want to be the richest person in the world or does one person want to provide for their family and then which one weighs out the other because I, right obviously i would say more people want to provide th- for their family of course and be happy of course that way than be that's the richest win. man in the world that's a win okay they, they count on the, the the fucking majority of people to think that way so then let, so they keep you there so let's expand it then Let, let's get away from the minimum not wage. only do they keep you there they put that fucking carrot on the stick Further and further and further the fuck away from you. So, so further let, away. Let, but they're not keeping you there. You're you're allowing yourself to be kept there. Like you're saying, if you're just checking off boxes, and it's in your own fucking damn fault. If you're gonna work for minimum wages, that's your own damn fucking fault. Your your skill level is gonna reflect your fucking pay. The thing about minimum wages, about whether you're gonna fucking live in a country that's the wealthiest country in our fucking history, and not be able to fucking feed your family. And what everybody's entitled to that? Well, let. Well, let's fucking touch on that then. So you're saying that, uh, you know, you're working all the time and you shouldn't get X amount of dollars. So let's check the average person. Not everybody's qualified for everything. So say someone's still finding themselves, someone's still looking, whatever it is. If someone's working 40 hours a week, working eight hours a day, 10 hours a day, are you saying that they don't deserve to just like live in this country of everything? They just don't deserve to have enough money to like buy food for their family because they're getting paid $4 an hour. And with all this 25% of money just being printed, as you stated, if we don't move up the minimum wage, 25% of money just got introduced. The candy bar that you're paying $1.25 now, which we used to pay 60 cents for before, are two for a dollar. That same candy bar is now worth $3, but it's okay to keep the minimum wage at $5 because this person is just not qualified. Here, no. here, here's the go ahead go it's, ahead it's not even about that dude it's just like okay we're talking about people working 40 hours here right what about the fucking people uh uh you know fucking working part-time positions you know if, if fucking minimum wage goes up 
And, and then fucking, you know, as a business, naturally you're going to say, well, I can't afford that much labor, so I got to cut some positions. So fucking people are going to end up getting hurt are the people working fucking part time, you know. So why why don't they have the power to say, well, that's fine. You know, instead of fucking giving me $15 an hour, give me $14 an hour, $14 an hour but fucking keep me on the payroll. You know, don't fire me. Okay. So that, that's, when it beca- that, that's when it becomes a free market because you as yourself, if you say, well, you know, yeah, I would like $15 an hour, but fucking I'd rather keep this job. So let me fucking work at 14 or even 1450, you know, whatever it is, you know, like fucking, um, you know, I don't know about you, but if I was in that position, I would rather take the fucking 1450 or $14 or whatever the fuck rather than being unemployed and then now having no money. Sure. But you the know? next guy's going to take 13. So exactly. you're fucked. That's a possibility. That, that's the problem. You keep going lower and lower and you're able to compromise, but there's only so many frontline jobs. Yeah. You're only I, so qualified, again, but, but you, you do still have, have a frontline job. You, you do have options, though, and that's part of the fucking here. duty of the free market. Yeah, here, here. and only for frontline jobs. You can be qualified, but unless you're going to further yourself in so many ways, and not everybody can do that. Not everybody can be that elite level business executive, business owner. Correct. Correct. Think about the fucking Correct. dumbest person you know. Yeah. I know Half a lot of, of them fucking dumbass dumber than that. Yeah, and you know what? All of those are on government supplied welfare. Exactly. Not all so, of them. No, so all of them. if we can but a lot keep of them, the majority of them. If we can not even the majority. If we can not keep someone fucking working, you know, keep working their job and getting experience, you know, um and instead of fucking being unemployed and just fucking, you know, weaning off the government teat, you know, it's fucking better for them in the long run because then they could say, I have fucking, you know, five, 10, 15 years of experience in fucking whatever industry, whatever it is, whether it be fucking, uh, um, you know, like a, a food service or, or fucking sure. manufacturing job, whatever the fuck. If and when you have the opportunity to say, fuck you, I don't accept that. I'm going to go over here. Exactly. They're going to so pay you have me that more. Option. If and when you have the opportunity. You yeah. always have that no, opportunity. No, you don't. You're assuming you there's always-, always another job and there's not. There there's, is. There's only so many. Absolutely. I, I beg to differ. There's fucking more in the middle of a recession. Yeah, I mean, I've lived through a great depression. In the middle of a recession, I was able to fucking quit a job and find a job within a week. I, I yeah, I took uh, a fucking pay cut. Oh, there but, you go. That's already yeah. the start of it. But you know, it was either that or fucking be unemployed. Exactly, so. and that's gonna keep happening and keep happening if there's no bottom. And that's the point. There needs to be a bottom. There needs to be a place where to say, hey, there's only so many oh, people fuck. who can work this job. If you're Ford manufacturing cars, there's only so many people who can put doors on. After that, the person who's going to put doors on that same qualification isn't that high. But if you're going to work Bro, 40 you hours... you better learn how to do something else than put fucking doors on. Okay, how but everybody that? needs doors. We still need the doors. Yeah, no so shit. Now the there's person, a bunch of people that could put doors on just fine. Yeah, but they're going to be so getting paid 25 the cents. They don't deserve what to like have enough money to, to be, live. Yeah, because it's the value that you're bringing to the fucking business. That's valuable. That's valuable to hire up. But there still needs to be enough money for those people who are working the bottom rungs and supplying things to the, stop, to the Why? top. Why? Because in order to have a strong top, you have to have a strong foundation. Yo, this and is, if you weaken yo. your foundation by not giving them enough living wages, and you have all these people at the top... You're thinking of this shit the same way that it's structured now, bro, where you got these 10x bonus motherfuckers. No, but you that's, have... If that's you ha- out. If you have in a free, free market, market then you out. have a monopoly. You that's have out. people who are going to just take... Who are going to get to the top first. If you're, if you're running a race, and you're and you're doing this in, in, uh, without... 
and you're doing monopolies and you're doing a free market, then you're racing. And the person who's in first is the only person who's in first. Everybody else from them, he now has control if you're leaving it to free market. So you're not opening it up to 50 different people to be in first. And that's the, the false assumption that you're making. You're assuming that if I have a free market, that 50 people are going to be in first and 50 people are going to be able to offer or to provide the same resources. Right. And if they're not able to do that, that would probably be because they hadn't had enough innovation in their companies or in their process or in their fucking, um, what is it, like scaly, scalability, so, right? right? So now, you would force companies to be more innovative and more scalable uh, so that they could so, be competitive. So, it's so, a competitive so I'm market. Gonna, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to segue in here, and I'm just going to be like, you know what I think the, the next factor is for that exactly that you're talking about? I think it's uh, um, mass propaganda. In, in a way that hasn't been seen before where uh, a company goes uh, across the nation door to door i think that's the next i think that's the next wave if people really want to make money because i feel like there's a lot of people holding out right like we're being bom- bombarded just left and right pow, you know and it's like what's the next fucking What's the next? You're not even the next. It might be the last because I honestly think that that we're kind of at the end of the times for a lot of like things. Okay, but like, well, what's the next Google? What's the next fucking? Well, I'm not talking about Tesla the next Google, what? but, the but next what, what? what I'm talking about the last. Let's 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 call it the last frontier, right? The last frontier, I think, is some type of system that goes across Middle America, converting people. Okay. To. To just being more like technology driven you know what i mean to where it's like things like um being upset about the market being upset about this because it's like we're never going to be able to catch up ever again it it does seem like that yeah yeah and technology driven so even on that there's a i just saw a machine the other day that flips burgers and it has a temperature thermometer and that eliminates burger flippers whatever technology is going to eliminate a lot of those people who were qualified to do certain things now they're not going to be able to catch up to technology to your point technology is the new frontier so that's going to be eliminating these frontline jobs that people are qualified for and we can say that well they need to step it up but with education not being free and the free market not necessarily bringing it. If anything, the free market probably charging more no, to education. No, no, absolutely so not. So I'm just going to give my work absolutely away for not. free now? Because there wouldn't be enough um, government regulation to bring those costs up. That's that's the fucking, that's the, the, the trick here. What cost? The, the fucking trick is you have all of the government fucking overseeing and taxation and regulation that is keeping these prices where it is. Like I for said education? earlier, I said, for healthcare, ed- I said for education, education and healthcare, both of them. Dude, if you didn't have the government regulation you have, college wouldn't be as expensive as Teachers it is. Teachers are some of the most underpaid people that, in, okay. uh, that are out there. Okay, understood and accepted. But if you didn't have that fucking uh, college that wasn't, dude, it's the price for college has like fucking 1,000 x over one generation. Why? So teachers are because below minimum wage for Government salary. subsidies and corporate greed. Correct. Mm-hmm. So you agree that Correct. the government is a problem? No. Correct. Corporate he, he greed is that the government is the fucking problem. Corporate the greed fuck? is a problem. Yeah. Government Corp- regulations said everybody deserves to be educated in this fucking country because together as a country, it's nice. It's fucking nice. I'm with you. It's fucking beautiful to think of this hyper individualistic fucking mentality where you pull yourself up by your bootstraps and you right. fucking 
you <clears throat> decide what you're going to get paid because that's what you're fucking worth. When you have options, it's fucking beautiful. But if you don't, if you're in middle America and you have a fucking town built around a company, you don't have options. Have you heard of voting with your feet? <sighs> Dude, it's yeah, not but that you can't walk that far. With what money? You can't walk How that far? How do you far? move without well, the money? The got over here with wagons, dog. How do you move without fucking, money? So they did didn't you walk. ever play the Oregon Trail, <laughs> motherfucker? <laughs> who How do you them, move without the wagons? The people that wanted prosperity... Got into fucking wagons and died of typhoid fever on the way here. Yeah, and the oh. people who sold in the wagons <laughs> were at top, and they now monopolize wagon sales, and they let everybody else exactly. die. <laughs> and you know why? Because they provided a fucking certain value. Because they sold value, them a false reality. Because they provided a certain value. No, because to they sold society. you the idea that fucking California was full of gold, and everybody wants and it fucking was, gold. Dog, and it was not by the time you heard about the idea. More people died and went to the depression because they were looking for gold hey, and looking for no, false ideals. Too slow, dog. I for high five, down low too slow, motherfucker. Oh. Sorry, bro. Not everybody gets to prosper. I'm sorry, you're too slow, dog. You know the people that actually fucking got onto those wagons and made it fucking over here and struck gold. Okay, hey, what the fuck? That's the <laughs> argument. That's the argument of fucking and and everybody deserves it. I don't think so. Yo, anthropist. It's not about deserving. It's about fucking living in the wealthiest fucking country nah, in the no, world no, but, but, where but the fucking I, wealth hey, disparity is I'm, fucking I'm have, unequal. Ozzy, I'm going to I'm have to cut you off because I, I particularly myself, uh, you know, would like to consider myself a, a little bit more on the left, you know. I think we joke. We joke. We You're joke as fuck. We, we joke. It. We joke we about that it. around here. I might be. I might be more on the Anakin side. You know what I mean? You know. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I feel like Anakin's right here arguing <laughs> right now. I can't believe this shit. But uh, you know what I mean. I I think I see. Uh, you know, I see both sides equally in my in my in my perspective. Just because, you know, I have. Uh, experience from 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 both sides and friends from both sides and stuff like that so it's like so you know um but you know there there is something to be said about um you know building grit man like you have to build grit like whatever it is that you do like you can't just ask for fifteen dollars an hour with no grit you know what i mean it's like Develop and a work ethic. Work hard. Make money. Yeah, for sure. Well, I mean, it's not that Build easy. Build yourself up. It's not that easy. I feel like you're already oversimplifying it. You know what I mean? It's like, what do you mean? Build grit. Get so, a work ethic. Get so some just, experience under your well, belt. Build Working grit hard is like, because it, because be it, 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 it's also It's also a community deal too, right? It's like where you input yourself. Because if you input yourself in a community and, I don't know, rural fucking middle of buttfuck nowhere... Like, maybe the best you could do is worth 13 bucks an hour. You can put yourself in fucking New York or somewhere else. It's like the best you could do is worth, I don't know. $45 an hour. Exactly. Or, you know or mental, mental disabilities. So, like, you have to take all the population into mind. So, there are people with mental disabilities who are able to work frontline jobs, flipping burgers, bagging groceries, able to do remedial things, moving shopping carts. Okay, uh, I it, think this is where it gets a little bit yeah, more no, abstract. He, he's more on yeah. the fucking the Spartan fucking mentality. Yeah, absolutely. Like, fucking absolutely. work your worth absolutely. or die. Yep, absolutely. And you're talking so breed to everybody out. Eugenics. You're talking to a motherfucker that is a proponent of eugenics, right? At, at, 
at the fucking um, behest of myself because I know I wouldn't make the fucking cut. So even with that, you still only have a finite amount of frontline work. So even your strongest of your strongest, let's say you have a billion people who are the strongest of the strongest and all equally qualified. You still need someone to clean the shit off of the road. You still need someone to empty out the porter potties. And, and you, now you have the you strongest of the strongest. Bro. You pay him accordingly. But you don't make it illegal. Accordingly? You don't make it illegal to employ him. So, so and that's what the, that's what they're doing right so now. So would accordingly be enough to, to for them to him. live because of the strongest of the strongest? Would accordingly be enough for them to live and survive and provide for their family? There would be because they are the strongest bro. of the strongest, there and there's just not a higher yeah, level see, it's like, available. It's just, a, it's just such a short, short sighted. It's such a short, short-sighted fucking, uh, you know, uh, Bro, proposal. Really, there would be a revolution. I'm pretty sure that I could take on the retards, dog. I'm pretty sure I could <laughs> fuck them up. I'm pretty sure I could fuck them up. I'm pretty sure all of our able-bodied fucking motherfuckers could fuck those motherfuckers. Even the fucking retard strength, I hey, I respect it. No, I don't know. You're talking about eugenics. That's pretty strong. Yeah, you're talking about eugenics strength, right? Yeah. And you're talking. You're talking. You're talking about like there's there's a lot more shit to clean. These are fucking like eugenic retards, right? Like yeah, and and all I'm saying is like I'm just saying I'm just saying. There's a lot more shit. All the other retards were thrown out. These are the strongest. Hey, strongest. This, is, this is my concern. It's like, it's like, how many you know, special Olympic retards, bro? It's like, it's like, yo, Every gold medalist. How many, how many more retards does it take to clean, to clean shit, to clean shit than, than it takes to get massaged? You know what I mean? All right. All right. When you put it on. <laughs> really get in there, bro. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> I think that was on the island that Epstein had. It was like a special or something. <laughs> yeah, so I'm gonna like double back on like the idea like it's, uh, yeah, it's very go ahead, please. It's, it's nice. I'm done with my argument. It's Fuck. nice. It's it's really nice to be like this hyper individualistic fucking Western ideal motherfucker. This like dream that capitalism has sold everybody where you can be rich if you want to, mm-hmm. but it's not fucking true. What we've seen of human nature is greed. If there's anything fucking true is fucking greed. People at the top are going to remain at the top. and They're going to do everything. They're going to use all their wealth to remain at the fucking top. So I'm going to piggyback off of that because uh, fucking um, Democrats who fucking push for like, uh, and I'm not saying fucking I'm a Republican. I mean, fucking I'm more of like an in-betweener. But fucking when it comes to like, say, for example, the, the people who are in prison and who are sent out to go fucking uh, fight forest fires for some bullshit like two or three dollars an hour. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I get that. OK, but, they, you know, um, it, it's only OK to have to pay people less than a minimum wage if they're fucking criminals. But that's bullshit to them because fucking there we go. It's 15 parking tickets. I'm going to pay you four dollars. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that's what I'm fucking trying to get at. Like, uh, you guys know the story of fucking Les Rob, fucking John Valjean that got fucking in prison for some bullshit for like stealing bread or something trying to see his family Yeah, or trying to fucking feed his family. So fucking um, when, you, when you, you think about that. Singing. Okay, yeah. you, you can you can fight a forest fire for fucking three bucks an hour, but when you get out, you don't. You, you're, you're not applied as a fireman. You're not yeah. applied as a fireman. Okay, now what if you take a bid and you're like, okay, well, you know, what though. if I don't want fifteen bucks an hour? What if I want thirteen bucks an hour and I want to be able to feed my family once I get out of jail? Because it's fucking difficult to get a job once you're a felon. So okay. then change the regulations, don't change how much we pay him. Exactly. He's still fighting a fire. He's still qualified. He has the same exact qualifications, except he's done something bad in his life. Yeah, so oh. what you're saying is peel back a little bit of that government. 
That's what you're really saying. How, but how about you no, like, pull say, back a little bit I of that government? I would say restructure the government so that we pay everybody a, a surviving wage because there's only so many frontline jobs. You call it so then you get rid of bureaucracy. You I, think, I think at that point, we're splitting hairs, bro. Really. I don't at think that point, so at I think all. we're splitting no. hairs. I think it's a move in the right direction. Exactly what the fuck you're saying. Um, in the direction where um, like in, in the industrial period, um, you had people come off of, um, you know, like everybody worked. Like, the kids work, too. Like, fucking everybody's freaking out because there's kids working in coal mines and shit. Bullshit, motherfucker. They were working on the farm before that shit. Because you got to fucking pull your own. Otherwise, we're going to fucking starve, right? You got, like, people, like, fucking... You got kids working in fucking coal mines and all these industrial fucking places. Um, because otherwise, fucking, they're not going to be able to feed themselves. But and, the- then, and then the ca- and capitalism um, allowed for that... That, uh, to, to be fucking gone. Look, listen. You, you had you had an economy where that wasn't capitalism. Look, listen. Yeah, listen, 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 like, listen, listen, listen. The farmers, farmers, fucking time. Yo, yo, guys, guys, guys. I got one thing. I got one thing. Hey, yo, I got one thing to say though. It's like honestly, it's like what's gonna get us back to being in a place where we're not fucking arguing and where we're all just fucking like living just just like comfortably you know what i mean the next like back, coming i don't know <laughs> no 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 i'm serious i'm serious like back like 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 back in the fucking 60s like when people were like living comfortably right? that's vote. when it was yeah black people were inferior bullshit aside bullshit establishing negotiations countries to where, rip where them off and the man, exploit them he, he could work and then the the woman could be bullshit. a housewife I'm talking, and the kids got to fucking like I'm talking about bullshit side I'm just over because the minimum I'm wage just, matched what was going on with the economy that mean, um, and, that's a, kind of, and that's you could work and buy a house that's kind of more because minimum wage so, lined up yikes. with how everything was without so, inflation because, because, because there wasn't like as times. much regulation by the government hey, hey, that's hey, why there was, that's why there's just now there's a lot more things like media and extra factors that are going on now you have unions. You guys, as a result guys. of not being paid minimum wage, what yep. do unions fight for? When all these people group together, a they say, "Hey, fucking this wage. free market is screwing us over. Let's let's get a minimum wage so we can you guys, all survive." You guys, you guys, well, this is what I'm trying. To, this is what I'm trying to say, right? That's like that was like the golden age, right? That was like for white people, yeah. I mean, whatever. It doesn't matter for for the world. It does though. No, for, 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 the, for the world. world. It wasn't for the first for the world. world because yeah. because that was that was world. yeah that, first that was world here in the U.S. that was that was the, the that was a president to like to like what every every other nation envied, bro. Like it's the American dream, motherfucker. It's the American dream, motherfucker. Like there's people. I just saw that fucking like thing on Instagram where there's people from Central America and like hordes of thousands trying to break through like Mexico, South Mexico. To make it like, what does that tell you? You know what I mean? Mexico has a minimum wage established. Yeah, and that America fucked up all these third world countries by taking all their fruit and their government and exploiting them in the 1960s. All right, well, go ahead. We're going full circle. Going full circle with that. It's like it's like it's like the big fish. Big fish eats little fish. You know what I mean? And it's like, unfortunately, unfortunately, it's like there's people that fucking the one the race, bro. They win the race, they get the fucking college shots. Let them decide everything yeah, for their energy. I mean, it's no. unfortunate, but it's like if you want to change shit, then you got to be more. Sons fun. of billionaires, let them fucking control everything. Nah. You, you know what you get, but when you, you know get what? But you know what? But you get to, but you get to see, you get to see the fucking, you get to see the fucking, 
the fucking people you get to see talk, people starve talk back when when they do shit like like utilize the internet you know what i mean to fucking fight back bro it's like it's like the will where there's a will there's a way you know the dude. internet is a product of socialism and, right and you know where you see that yeah and, and shit like GameStop. That, that. that's happening right now the shit where that. the little people are trying to come up they find GameStop, where all these one percenters are going and shorting the market and doing all this stuff ripping them off let's that's a lot to unpack it. Yeah. Before we get mm. to that, um, let's go ahead and get into the third beer okay, of today's let's, line. Yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. Let's see. Okay, and for the third beer of the line, lineup, we've got uh, Goose Island Bourbon County. We've got the Oatmeal Stout Age in Bourbon Barrels with coffee and maple syrup. Ooh. This is a 2020 release. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, this is a first for them. Uh, first since uh, 2017, when they That's last right. uh, put coffee okay. in it. That's okay, correct. So I stand corrected. Damn, bro. Um, yeah, this this uh, <laughs> this big boy comes in at a 13.3% alcohol by volume. So, yeah, definitely uh, not for the faint of heart. All right, let's pop it open. Huh? Pour that shit out, bro. Hell yeah. My lighter at. Yeah, of course. You got to be a man with a lighter. You can't use like a stupid bottle opener. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking socialist. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Most of the time. <laughs> All right. And with that, uh, I'll be signing off. And I uh, hope you guys enjoy the rest of your uh, fucking bourbon count lineup here. Um, I regretfully have, regretfully have to go. But it's a fucking pleasure being with you guys here all the time. Uh, and I hope to catch you guys soon. Fuck yeah, dude. Thanks for joining us, dude. Yeah, dude. Yeah, thanks man. for being a great dad. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, to your kids. Duty calls. <laughs> Actual duty. Shit in diapers and shit. I'm a dick. Fuck me, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's how you got into this mess, dude. Yeah. <laughs> well, he right there. He wrote me into this. <laughs> Why did you even wrote me into this? <laughs> well, he wrote me into this. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. No, thank you so much. Uh, thank you for your continued support. Thanks for being here with us. Thanks for enjoying as much of the Bourbon County lineup as you can. And uh, fuck yeah, dude. You get home safe, man. Thanks for joining us. All right, guys. Good night. Ladies. Ladies, Peace, bro. All right. So with Orgasmatron uh, stepping out, I'm going to go ahead and... Uh, Sorry, hold on. This is the part of the podcast where we talk shit about the guy that just left. Right? <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Before we do that. Holy <laughs> shit, bro. He fucking stayed awake. I no know. Way. Yeah, I was surprised about that. I was pretty happy. <laughs> um, you know, st- st- still didn't say much, but yeah, I was happy he stayed awake. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, there really was no difference from him being asleep to awake, huh? Dude, I'm fucking over here eating my dick, and he's not helping me with this argument. He said he enjoyed watching you eat your dick. <laughs> I yeah. know, right? And, and in like, all fairness, it was over too quickly eating your dick because it was so small. Right? <laughs> <laughs> he didn't really have time to jump in on that. <laughs> Dude, you're a fucking savor, bro. I, I'm over here fucking explaining what my argument is off mic uh, on a break, and he's just like, fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, fucking this guy. And then as soon as the mics are on, he's just fucking on his cell phone <laughs> <laughs> fucking asshole dude god damn he it, was looking for- at bullet points to help support your argument <laughs> he, he just couldn't find any because those are ridiculous <laughs> fair enough fair enough been shadow banned by google bro that's what happened <laughs> <laughs> fuck that's what it is yeah. <laughs> 
shit. Well, fuck right. it, dude. Um, third view on the lineup, man. Go well, ahead and take the lead. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> oh, I mean, since he left and couldn't review any of this stuff, you know. Um, yeah. Uh, looking at it, it, it comes back to that dark uh, look, uh, which I wouldn't expect otherwise. Um, that coffee uh, maple tones, I'm very much looking forward to ever since 2017. Uh, I'm a fan of all the coffee stouts, and uh, this one is is a nice, nice dark color. doesn't seem to have the legs as the other one. It's uh, slicking a little bit faster than I thought. It really is, yeah. Um, it also doesn't pack such a punch to the nose. Um, it, it, it has it on there, but I don't see that, that bourbon coming through. Maybe the, the sugar and the, the coffee and the syrup are, are mellowing it out, but I'm also not getting the coffee punch. Um, oh, so shit. I'm, okay. I'm hoping that a lot of the taste comes through, but the, the smell to it, um, isn't coming as, as, uh, flavorful and as, uh, plentiful as I was hoping it would. What? Yeah. Yeah. No shit. Huh? Dude, I'm getting the, the complete opposite of that. It's just really? like very flavorful, very fruitful and aromatic um this is brewed with tea right oh uh, no, no 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 this, this is, is the one that's one? brewed with uh, maple syrup and coffee okay i see yeah i'm getting a lot of sweetness here a lot of like fruitful sweetness is why i asked if it was tea or not sweet yeah <clears throat> um coffee a little diluted for sure but syrupy sweet saccharin little booze mm-hmm. i've got a ton of uh roast here <clears throat> i've got a lot of coffee I've got a lot of booze and a, a bunch of sweetness. Not the type of sweetness that I would, um, I'd say, specifically point out to maple syrup, but it is syrupy and it is dense and decadent, that sweetness that's coming through on the nose. But, I mean, I'm getting a ton of booze and a ton of coffee. This thing's roasty and it it, it packs a punch. I get peeled out on the nose. Um. This thing is uh it's a little crazy. I think it's a little crazy. Like I think it's a little wild. Um just kind of like hair raising, you know what I mean? Like I think it's uh it's like daring and and and, and challenging like I don't know, man. I'm 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 like really into it, you know? It has like a like a really deep like prune, like a really deep nice like prune nice nut. nice call. Uh note um as well as like some really really like fine like uh like tree um you know um can't really pinpoint it but there's like a there's like a really woody like trunk kind of note to it too but specifically <laughs> the trunk huh <laughs> <laughs> not the saplings but the trunk yeah, for sure. Like Absolutely. something you sit on after you've already chopped it down and made a canoe or something. <laughs> That's what it tastes like. I guess I guess I meant more like the spirit of like a fresh cut tree. Hey, oh, all right, all right. All right. Fuck. Yeah. Nice, nice save. <laughs> um Yeah, man. It's just like crazy. This this to me is like wild, dude. It's like like for whatever reason it feels like something that's like homey, but at the same time that's like fucking crazy at the same time like not homie anyway that's it <laughs> let's get right into this fucking brew <clears throat> cheers fellas cheers. cheers 
the base beer does seem quite different than the than the original uh, style Asian bourbon barrels. The base beer seems a bit lighter and a lot less viscous for some reason. And I really wasn't expecting that. I was expecting it to be the same exact base beer with coffee and maple syrup on top of it, which I would have thought would have made this a bit more, um, just more decadent and denser and richer and oilier, you know, like fucking spent motor oil from a fucking 1940s muscle car kind of shit. I was expecting that. But it doesn't seem to quite carry the same legs as the original variant for me. And it's a bit strange. I'm not taking away from its flavor profile. This thing is fucking wonderful. It's yummy. It's definitely a bourbon barrel aged stout. Definitely has fucking maple syrup and coffee in it. Love the roast tones. But I was expecting something a bit more fuller and richer. That, I don't know, dude. What I'm getting from it is this like deep deep fucking rich roast that becomes almost chocolatey fudge uh there's a lot of booze coming through and just like this incredible warmth that just finishes off the beer yeah it's definitely a lot more flavorful than i um was getting off the nose um like i said i i'm surprised you got so much off of it and i got so little um, but it definitely does pack a punch on the flavor. I could taste the coffee coming through. I could taste all the notes. Um, it's still not as uh, roasting as, uh, I guess, from some uh, coffee, uh, I guess, uh, stouts, but this this, this uh, definitely does have that coffee undertone to it. Maybe like a cold brew where you kind of get the coffee nice. on the back end. Nice. You know, yeah. it's, not, it's not so uh, roast forward to me. Um, I particularly didn't catch any of the coffee. Oh, wow. Um, I think the syrupy sweetness kind of overpowers any of the coffee, which is what I think this particular uh, showcasing showcasing lacks. I think it, it lacks a little bit of the the coffee bean bitters to balance it. You know, it's like very good flavor. It's like a very good like like stone fruit. Um stone fruit like a very ripe uh profile um but i think to like claim that it has coffee you know what i mean i think it doesn't do it justice okay all right i think it's like i think it's like you know once again it was kind of like another showcasing where it was a little bit a little bit too too indulgent too self-indulgent nice okay that's a nice way to put it um i'd say overall an astounding fucking imperial stout uh i'm ready to rate this i want to hear you guys what you guys got for this one uh for me i I think i'm gonna take this out of 8.5 um it's it's good it's definitely a good beer um it's a definitely full full bodied but maybe not as full bodied as the others and not so true to the label as the others um, I can, I, for me, I can taste all the notes and I do taste the coffee, but I feel all the others, every single ingredient came through, uh, maybe equally or, or very strongly. And this one seems, um, like I said, it's not so roasty. It's a more of like a lighter coffee taste to it. That's fair. Uh, the syrup is good. It, it's a good beer. Um, it's just not quite as good as a, it, it's a variant. It's, it's, it's a class of its own, but not just quite as good as the others stacking up to it. Um, I'll, I'll leave it at 8.5. Not bad. Um, 
I think I I want I want to give it an eight. That's what I want to give it. You know what I mean? Because I think that's that's where it's at me personally. But because once again, I feel like the craftsmanship that went into this was worth more. You know what I mean? I think like whoever worked on this beer, like you know what I mean? They might they might disagree with me in my rating. That's how I see it. See the people that worked on this beer might might meet me and might be like, I think you're wrong, dude. I think this is just like amazing. Because I know that there's a lot of work that went into this. I could taste it, you know? So I wanna give it an eight, but because I know that um there's a lot more that went into this that I wanted to admit to. I'm gonna give it like an eight point five. Nice. That's very mm-hmm. fair. Ozymandias? <clears throat> Fuck. Um, I think this beer is true to the fucking nose. Because I did pick up a lot of different things from the nose. Uh, flavors coming through. There's a lot of roast for me. A little syrupy like you're saying for sure. But that's definitely part of the maple syrup. And usually, traditionally of any bourbon barrel stout. You're going to get a little bit of syrupy taste. But that comes with booze. That comes with warmth. That comes with just this like beautiful fucking heat and i think this is a great variant maybe not as full-bodied as what we had earlier but it's still a great fucking variant i'm gonna give this a nine not bad i'd agree that this could be a lot roastier and especially when you have an ingredient that's been left out of variants for three years you might want to come back a little bit more fucking dominant on that you might want to kind of break kick down the door and and tell the community like hey fucking it's back and i don't know that it does that i think it carries all of the flavors on the label very well but it isn't um absurdly so and it isn't as like big and full-bodied as i would kind of wish for it to be i feel like the base beer should have been what was or what has been bottled in the regular fucking um, standalone variant of the 2020. I didn't get the weight on it. Maybe that's because of the ingredients used. Maybe that's a syrup. I don't know. But I feel like it could have been a bit more fuller, a bit more decadent, a bit more um, like self-indulgent. I like that term. Um, I'm going to give this one a nine. I think this is good. All righty, gentlemen. We're going to move on to the second topic of today's podcast. Well, uh, yeah, it's, uh, I guess the segue off of the beer, kind of going uh, back to what you're touching on and, and uh, the upper 1%, the free market, how everything goes. I mean, right now we look at what the free market is doing. And uh, right now you can see things like in GameStop and what they're do- GameStop and what they're doing is manipulating the free market. They're uh, they're doing this thing called shorting, which is pretty much betting that the company is going to crash. You know, GameStop is going out of business. It makes sense. A lot of nothing's working in the right way. So what they're doing is they're putting huge uh, portions of their fund, and by their fund, it's hedge funds. So it's the common people that are all putting their money in here and trying to think that they're going to become millionaires and trying to be able to sit on the top of this 1% in any way they can. Maybe because their qualifications don't put them at the top and won't get them anywhere near being at the top. So they risk their money in the stock market. And these hedge funds, these people who are at the top, are betting against the company. So the common folk have just uh, gone opposite of the short. And so now they've bet against it and they're buying stock in this. What that does is drive the price up and it creates the hedge funds. Now they have to buy their stuff back. 
So now they're getting all pissed off about it and they're trying to shut it down. And it's just another example of how the free market is, is trying to uh, break out of it, trying to uh, get up on that sea and be part of that 1% or work around the minimum wage because anywhere near the minimum wage or anywhere near their qualifications is going to get them up. Um, but they're being stifled because the people who are in power and the people who ran the race first are are there holding down prices and holding down a manipulating market because they have all the power. Mm. Uh, I think it's a it's a big problem that comes from the free market that you're touching on. It's just uh, you get the I, I people think, who are at the top. I, I think what you just witnessed <clears throat> was the free market siphoning out a, a portion of that wealth back into themselves. I think that's what you watch. You didn't watch a fucking like just... Uh, um, uh, um, you know, like a siphoning out from the people. You saw the people bringing back the power. That's the fucking toppling this like pyramid scheme that's upside <clears throat> down. That's the power to the people, dude. You just watched an entire fucking mass revolution digitally. And they all fucking took arms and they said, fuck you. you we're siphoning. There's one of the hedge funds. They're called Citron. They've just lost $2.5 billion in the last week, okay? That means that $2.5 billion came out of a corporate hedge fund and into retail investors' hands. That was a fucking kick in the shin of Goliath. We didn't sling the rock into the fucking center of the forehead of Goliath, but we kicked him in his shin, and he fucking... He did that shit a little bit. And that's fucking nice. I like that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I like that. I like, absolutely. I like. But guess what? This fucking platform wasn't a fucking creature of the free market. It was a creature that was going to fight against the fucking, this bullshit-ass free market and the democratized fucking stocks, right? Robin Hood, we're going to steal from the rich and give to the fucking poor, all this fucking bullshit. And fucking Citron CEO motherfucker was one of the prime investors, so fucking... Robin Hood was trying to come down on the fucking common folk. Uh, absolutely. Um, right now, you're going to see class action lawsuits against Robin Hood and um, any hedge fund that has participated in this. Um, if you guys have a fucking account, then you will know that you were blocked from trading any of these securities for the past fucking three days. Cryptocurrency. Yeah, all of, of those it. Stocks. Dude, they put restrictions on how much you could deposit they put restrictions on like fucking like not only how uh, soon you can use your fucking deposited funds, but how much you can deposit. Yep. And then they fucking put a block on what securities you could buy when your deposit cleared. All of this fucking bullshit nonsense that just happened was an entire fucking um, uh, holding the fucking door. For all these other hedge funds so that they wouldn't lose any more money. Hey, you know who That's that was? Bullshit, dude. That was the free market, motherfucker. That wasn't the SEC oh, the coming free down. free market did that? That wasn't the SEC coming down on the fuck on Robinhood. That wasn't. It was Robinhood protecting its fucking prime investors. That's what happens in a the fucking top. capitalistic fucking system. Yeah, You protect that's the nice. people at the top. That's nice. But you know what? Um, it just so happens that there's SEC, SEC guidelines over market manipulation that prevents institutions like Robinhood or Citron from manipulating and deceiving uh, shareholders into or and blocking and potentially uh, impacting the fucking trade. But there's, it wasn't a manipulation and it wasn't something that's a violation mandated by the SEC. It was Robinhood it doing it on its own. No, it wasn't. No, no, no. It's not. 
It's not that like the SEC created that or they asked for that to happen. There are SEC guidelines that um, restrict that from happening. There's laws written that restrict that kind of fucking shit from happening. Only if it's the fucking common folk doing it. Right. And that's but you have happening. the fucking billionaires sorting the fucking market. Look, fucking all look, willy look nilly. guys, fucking Teddy Roosevelt wrote laws against fucking corporate lobbying. And since that happened, they've been repealed. So it's like law after law after law that benefits corporate interest. Obviously. Yes. Obviously. And that yes. just that just gets uh, <clears throat> uh, amplified when you have the more and more of the free market without government regulation. I'm not saying government wow. should regulate every single thing. Wow. But when it comes to the free market... And you have no caps on shorting a, shorting a stock when you're able to put everything into betting against it and and uh, risk other people's money that has nothing to do with yours and bet against it. And when you're able to manipulate the market, because that's what they're doing, it creates restrictions but doesn't prohibit it. And that's a very big difference. They restrict you from manipulating the market, but you can still manipulate it just within <laughs> certain terms. And that's what they've been doing years after years. This is the common folk exposing one stock that's being shorted, one incident, and $2 billion They're not exposing a fund. stock. This isn't about GameStop. It's not about yeah, they're, AMC. They're, they're exposing a flaw in the system. Of <clears throat> yeah, shorting. absolutely. The absolutely shorting is a result of the free market and the manipulation of the laws that you're talking about that are supposed to help those free people. Those are being manipulated by the top 1%. They have been. And now for one time, we had something where it went the other way and they shut it down. They, they stepped in and protected their prime investors, um, to Ozzy's point, and uh, they, there was nothing that helped the free folk. And the more and more you amplify this free market, the more and more you create opportunities for them to manipulate it and to pay people less and to restrict and monopolize uh, businesses and corporations. Doesn't that sound like less regulation, though? Monopoly? No, no, no. Doesn't it sound like everything that you just said? Doesn't it sound like creating less governmental regulation? Because it's the governmental regulation that you speak of right now that is has allowed for this to transpire. Right. That's what's allowed for this to happen. And, and this is a fucking travesty. That's They're working crooks. around the stuff that They're could have been even worse. Crooks. They're absolute fucking crooks. And the system that we currently live in allows for that to happen. And and, and so, what so what is, needs to, so what needs to transpire? What needs to transpire is not regulation by either markets, because that's the catalyst. To all of this, right? It's markets having a voice and being able to say, hey, this is what I want. Here's some money. Get it done. You know, and that's how we get not only a crooked market, but a crooked government. But it's like, what's, how do you change this? It's like back to the people, right? Well, it has to, it has to, like, how do you change it? How do you change it? It's like, so if you have, so if you have, so, you have, so if you have an all powerful market, that could lobby a government and then you have a fucking government that is only interested be back in the day they might have been interested in and and John and Jade and X, Y, and Z because they had money or they had property or they had influence. But these days they don't. Nobody has influence, right? What? So it's like so it's like so where where is the power really? It's like when you're talking about like these uh you're talking about like we're gonna work hard, and we do this, and we're gonna make these choices, choices, right? But it's like, well, yeah, that goes with outsourcing jobs, like you're saying for the minimum wage. 
okay, so things got too expensive here because of the minimum wage. So we started sending jobs to Mexico. We started sending them to China. We started outsourcing everything. Do you know why they got too expensive? It wasn't because of the minimum. Well, partly because of the minimum wage, but partly because manufacturing costs. Partly because of minimum wage, right? So it it automatically gets invoked into that conversation. <clears throat> partly because of all of the fucking legislation I mean, I mean, that you, goes fellas. into making your overhead costs extremely high. Fellas, right? but you're fellas, exploiting because, a third world you're, country. You're talking about you're talking about NAFTA, right? You're talking about like you're talking about like Bill Clinton wanting to export fucking labor jobs out of the United States because it's cheaper. Because it's cheaper and because what we're concerned about here is not physical labor. It's fucking like the fucking oversight and the fucking speculation of what money can and could be in this country. Like it's a facade, right? Like that's what we sell here. That's what we sell here, right? Fuck. Like, okay. All right. I mean, it really is, isn't it? Like, what else are we selling? Because, like, for the past year and some, like, we haven't fucking produced jack shit. Like, we're selling some shit here, and it's not. Um. Anyway, uh, I just like well, yeah, going just just I, I just can't to, argue with that. Just I can't argue with that. Well, just to go back to like the fucking the, it's like. Bill Clinton when he fucking sold when he fucking sold the fucking the labor out to other countries too. It's like. It's pretty much what he did, bro. He solidified that the only thing that matters in this country is speculation and what we could sell hype for. We are a literal hype machine. <laughs> That's what we are, dude. We sell hype. Right. We sell the idea that anybody in this country can become rich by their own fucking merit. By... Picking up themselves up by the fucking bootstraps, and you can be rich too one day if you live in a capitalistic system like we do. Congratulations, world! We're gonna enslave you so these motherfuckers can fucking eat today. Um, I don't know that we've gotten enough out of this fucking um, uh, GameStop and fucking AMC conversation. Really, I, I think it's it's kind of traversed back into the first topic. Um, you've already explained what a short squeeze is and what the fuck's going on. Uh, I, I'd say um, let's let's briefly uh, meditate on the implications of everything that's happened. Like moving forward, what the fuck do you guys expect is happening after this shit? You just seen um, a bunch of people democratize, I guess, if you can call it that. Sure. Uh, and come together and fuck um, um, corporate America and like the financial world, uh, you just saw that. You saw that happen this mm -hmm. week, and um, you saw social media become. You saw memes become dreams, bro. Stonks, 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 <laughs> you saw stonks. Uh, to the you, fucking moon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude, a rocket ship to the moon. You've just seen this happen, and then it. Um, uh, the dust is settling very, very shortly from now. And we are going to be left in the wake of um, disruption. Uh, we're going to be left in the wake of a lot of uh, legislation. Yeah. Uh, we're going to have to see lawsuits sure. and fucking a bunch of shit. So what, what the fuck do you guys think okay. happens from, there, from here? There's two sides to any fucking coin, right? Yes. There, there's a good and a bad to everything. Uh, there's We're going to see the bad side of government regulation right now. Is what's going to fucking happen. Because... Finally, 
the fucking people were ever were able to fucking expose this fucking flaw in this fucking system that all these billionaire fucking hedge fund motherfuckers have been exposing for the fucking past fucking whatever the fuck it is that made them billionaires. But now the fucking people got to it, democratized, got fucking together, and exposed this shit. So now government regulation is going to come in because they got to protect the fucking billionaire motherfuckers. That's what's going to fucking happen. We're going to see the bad side of regulation. Instead of Fuck. this regulation protecting the people, they're going to protect the fucking billionaires. Not only that, but you're going to see the counter uh, production of what they wanted. You're going to see a lot of average person in the retail market get screwed over because they're holding. And anywhere you read on these Wall Street bets, they say, hold, hold, hold. We're gonna, It's going to go to the moon. We're going to stick it to the man, stick it to the man. But all the man is doing is doubling down on these shorts. Because yeah. the average person can't afford to hold that much stock and that much wealth <clears throat> for that long. The average Fuck. person right now, they, they bought stocks at $20 and they saw it go to $320. How long are you going to hold uh, that? The, the person who fucking feed your family. Yeah. I, I think you're right. I think that you are absolutely right. And I'll give you a 60-40 on this. I'm going to give you the 60 and I'll take the 40 on it. Um, I think 60-40 is... You're probably um, most more than likely you're gonna see people be like, um, no, actually fucking diamond hands. And I think if you have enough support and you don't have weak hands that sell because they're at a fucking 600, 700% profit, I hope that these guys hold and I hope that they actually show that it the power is in the people. And I'll give you the 60 40 on that because uh, glass fucking half full. But that shit's fucking piss. Um, you know, it's just fucking piss in that glass. And uh, it's a fucking pissing contest at this point. Well, this is the thing, though. They're going to get all this wealth and they're going to hold it on. And now they're going to make all this money and stick it to the man. But again, it's not realized wealth. They, I mean, if they bought all the stock at $20 and now it's worth 350 And we're talking about the average guy who put in $1,000 and now he's, you know, 100000 in his portfolio. Sure. He's just sure. going to keep holding it on to keep proving a point. Eventually, yeah, he's yeah, going to yeah, sell yeah, it. Yeah, for sure. He's Or eventually, he's going to become a bag holder, too. Yeah. So There's all this $320. Fools upon fools, right? Yeah. And then yeah. he's going to keep buying more because this $20 turned into 300 So he bought more at 150 and he bought more at 200 And he's buying more at 300 because it's going to keep going higher and higher. And then eventually, when people start selling and all that comes crashing down, he's going to have an average price at 200 and the stock is going to be actually worth 120 19, you, you, you 18, know what, you 17. Know what, you know what that sounds like to me? It sounds like the same motherfucker who got into a wagon a little bit too late to the West Coast. That's what it sounds like to me. Yeah. Yeah, and there should be some kind of way for them to stop spreading lies and say, hey, guys, hey, just a, as a heads up, there's no more gold over there. And it would be nice if the government or somebody, not even the government, oh, but the government, somebody please help me. would just say, hey, guys, stop selling wagons <laughs> yeah. for people to go and go get gold government if you know the there's no gold. The people? But that, that goes against America, bro. Government America. for the people, by the people? Yeah. You want to protect be protecting the people. the people. Not letting them go gold for gold if you know there's no gold there. If but that, I, but that, 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 comes, that, comes, that comes because I'm pretty sure there's papers that were being printed that said, Hello, there's no more gold. There wasn't. Everybody was saying there's gold because the people at the no, top. No, that's the same thing that media does we're today, bro. Wagon wheels. That's we're the same. But that's wagons. the same thing the media does, and that's your choice. It's like when when you turn on the TV, media is telling you, "Hey, there's market manipulation." Yeah, there's this and there's that and this this and there's that, and you're and the just media like is owned by the top one percent. Exactly. All the media is owned so it's by been the same people. thing. So it's like so so it's so it's your choice. 
I mean, we're talking about we're talking about it so that people who listen to this could fucking make that kind of decision for themselves. An right? educated decision. Yeah, yeah. so they could be so they could be like, decision. huh, maybe, maybe, you know, I shouldn't fucking be like, you know, investing in X, Y, and Z. Just like maybe I shouldn't fucking make a trek to a place that I don't fucking wasted know. content is not a financial advisory podcast. <laughs> uh, any decisions okay. that you make based so which, off of the conversations. Which you're talking here, head are you totally gonna listen yours, to? Are you gonna listen to us? We're telling to you to be fucking weary. Be financially or are you gonna listen to the talking head on CNN that's telling you don't buy this stock because some fucking billionaire motherfucker has a fucking short <laughs> fucking bet on that stock. Which talking head do you listen to? Who do you fucking trust? You go to r slash um, Wall Street Bets. <laughs> that's been banned, I think. Discord of Wall Street Bets. That's been that, that got bought too. out. I'm gonna yeah, tell you guys right now. I'm gonna tell you guys right too. now. I'm gonna tell you yeah. guys that right now. That site got bought out. I mean, in in, in this whole madness, Discord or the Reddit? Fucking, uh, or Reddit? No, uh, fucking uh, uh, the Discord. Wall, for sure. Wall Street Wall Street Wall Street Bets. Bets. It got no. bought out. You're it got saying. bought out. You think so? No, I know so. Behind oh, closed doors. Okay. Behind closed doors. You kidding me? It's like they would they would they I'm would, not kidding you. I, I know they, this no, community. No, 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 very listen, well. listen, listen. They would they, I know they this would, community they, very well. They wouldn't they wouldn't have not let that website pop back up. It's not a website. It's it's a, I know what it is. It's, it's a subreddit. It's a it's a it fucking is. yeah, it's a yes. fucking threat. It's yeah. a community. So it's you would have had to buy Reddit in order to buy Wall Street bets. It's not that. It's a fucking not just I, I know what he's trying to say. No, he's yeah. trying to say that the whole subreddit now. is uh, no, yeah, old yeah, and yeah. moderated. If you take a picture of everybody's shoes that's on that subreddit, you're gonna see military boots for sure. <laughs> oh shit, yeah. all right. Fuck. Yeah. Just okay. like they do with fucking protests. They send out militarized uh-huh. fucking people to create disturbances. And it's no longer a peaceful protest. Oh shit! So we're talking about um fucking um astro astro turfing. Yes. We're talking about astro turfing. R slash fuck Wall Street. Bits. Mother fuck. Fuck you. Fuck you. I like, was so who happy runs, about who runs this. Wall Street? It's like it's like it's like daddy. Who runs Wall Street? Bets. It's like daddy something, right? It's like daddy some shit. Fuck you. Fuck you. If 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 Wall Street bets bets is astro turfed right now. Do you know what astroturfing is? Nah. Astro, we we touched on this subject a few episodes ago, probably ten episodes ago. Um, but astroturfing. So when you have a grassroots movement, that's fucking the people, right? Power to the people. You have a grassroots movement. When you have a bunch of people pretending to be people that support things, right? When you have a bunch of paid paid, I'm not I'm saying paid actors like fucking um, crisis actors, like crisis. Oh, yeah. I'm not saying that shit. I'm saying we have a bunch of people who are just fucking not really with it, but they're fucking promoting this kind of shit and they just got bought out and corporatized, if you will. That is the like it's a facade of of grassroots movement. It's a false grassroots movement. So because if it's grass and it's fake astro right astro, it's an astro turf that's called astro turfing bro okay. and if you're tell- telling me that wall street best has now been astro turf um i i don't have any fucking faith in humanity now yeah. i mean i but mean you should it, have faith in a free market a capitalistic government <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <not happening. laughs> yo, yo, because because yo see because you the thing because there, the, because the thing here there. the thing the thing here is that there. yeah the thing here is that things got shut down right like like, like Wall Street bets got shut down. Robinhood got shut down, right? They got shut down. Like you couldn't trade on on Robinhood. Only those stocks and only uh, cryptocurrency. Yeah, everything else was open. Right. So 
I just I just think that um you know that the over, like they're just going to try to make Robin who like uh, an escape goat, you know what I mean? And they're going to try to <laughs> an make an escape goat? Yeah. Yeah, like a an goat escape used goat. to like yeah. <laughs> bail. Yeah, it's a sca- scapegoat. Yeah. Scapegoat. Yeah. Which is a really odd animal to use to escape in the first place cuz goats don't go <laughs> <are> that fast. <laughs> Who's your goat guy, bro? You got to get a different goat guy. Hey, hey, for, hey, forgive me, forgive me, forgive me. But you, you, you guys, fast you you guys knew what I was trying know? to say. <laughs> so we're just fast. gonna we're just gonna keep on going. And it's just you know, it's just there's gonna be more regulation, but it's gonna be because that's that's always been the case, right? It's always been like, all right. Bottom line is. Whatever innovation comes out, it's like the government jumps on it, right? So whether it be the internet, well, it's also like, it's also kind of like a funny balance, because it's like the government does sometimes fund some of these things, like the internet, you know, or like or like uh, weapons develop development or fuck, like, okay, you know what I mean? So it's like, so it's a funny, it's a funny balance because at the same time, like, like I want to be mad, right? That like that they're like imposing um you know like legislation on what just happened but at the same time I'm just like well fuck like at the same time they're kind of like like we can't allow the market to be that volatile and, like and, the whim at some fucking redditors and also well um business as usual too right also yeah. business as usual yeah well you you guys know what I'm saying though right it's like it's like it's like you know what I mean? It's like if you're, if a company ten years prior came and asked you for some money, like you know whether it was behind closed doors or not, and you said yes, you gave them money, whether the the people knew it or not, and then it became uh you know profitable, it became lucrative. And now you're here and now you're here to fucking to to regulate this company, right? And it's like, <laughs> hey, just ten years ago, I gave you money. You know what I mean? Or I approved something so that you could fucking become like a lucrative comp- company. And it's like not only not only do we now work in synchronicity where it's like I specifically hand out contracts to you and you specifically do work for me, you know what I mean? It's like well, yeah, I mean, you're talking about Tesla right now. I mean, you're talking about any successful company. You're talking really. about any successful company, but it's like, yeah. but, but at the end, of, at the end of the day, it's like that's that's the point I'm trying to make. I mean, the point yeah, I'm trying, the point the I'm trying the to make, the point works? I'm trying to make is like, the, tr- the yeah. point I'm trying to make is like, because because the anger comes from, um, you know, the everyday guy, the everyday man. That's like, mm-hmm. I, you know, I fucking worked and I blah 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 blah, and it's like, <laughs> I fucking work, guys. <laughs> like it's just like I worked, I fucking saved up my three thousand dollars to I buy mean, some you fucking know. stock because I've been fucking programmed to think that that's liberation and that's where I'm going to find my fucking wealth. You know, right. growing up in a fucking poor neighborhood, it was just like invest in stocks, 
you know that's where the money is. Get get into stocks. Get into stocks. Yeah, well, shit. If we listen, money. If and, we only listen, and, and if we only, and then somebody the, fucking shorted a stock, and then you're fucked out of your. $3 yeah, 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 for sure. I mean, Absolutely, I'm obviously yeah. just oversimplifying. Yeah. I'm oversimplifying a lot of things for the sake of just like talking? sound bite, sound bite. You know, <laughs> for the sake of talking, because you like the sound of your own voice. Yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> yeah. No, but, <laughs> but like you're saying, like the government regulation, like that's why, like even though I'm saying that there needs to be involvement, there needs to be regulation. I get that there's a fine line between the government overstepping their bounds. And it's hard for me to say, like, oh, government needs to be more involved with this. But at the same time, like, I don't want them too involved. I, I get there's a balance right there. And I'm not saying that the government should run rampant. But to Ozzy's point, a Reddit post, a Reddit group shouldn't be able to throw the market off this much. Stocks going up to $324 when they started off at 20 the company is just not worth that. And we should not be able to buy stock and prop a company up when there's just nothing to support it yeah obviously inevitably obviously obviously i don't think that like the movement or anybody that's been involved with this um uh, uh, thinks that this is not this is not a move i think i think i think some do too i think that's that's the prerogative here i think i think anybody that's been involved in this knows that knows what it's about it's not about the company's valuation. It's not about technical analysis. It's not about due diligence. It's not about the fucking market cap. It's none of that. It's a big middle finger to the fucking financial establishment. Nobody thinks that $350 per share for GameStop is worth its market cap valuation. Nobody thinks but that. But listen, but listen, some people do though. That and that's the problem. I don't know about that. No, bro. no, no, no. If it's like it's you, like you you are over you are you are that's the problem. It's like you are overestimating you are overestimating some people's capacity because some people's capacity some people's capacity only allows them allows them to 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 delve delve within like certain like like reach bro like it's there's and some the, there's some there's some people fair. who are not gonna be there's some people who are not gonna be like knowledgeable enough to know these things. It's also not so much that they think it's worth that much, but that they think that that middle finger is gonna stay up, that they're, everybody's just gonna keep flipping them off, and that it's gonna keep going higher, and that they're gonna go up to a thousand, that they're gonna go up to seven hundred, and those are the people who have no research, and because there's no due diligence, and because they're following the people who are sticking that the middle has, finger up. That has no stronghold and whatsoever. Some people sticking the middle finger up. It doesn't have a foot up, to stand on. It just looks None like that's that. the cool thing to do. Like, yeah. oh, everybody's flipping their middle finger up. I'm yeah. gonna flip my middle finger yeah. up too. Those are the bag holders. Yeah, this is my, this we're is saying that we want. This to is my analogy. Have you, holding up the middle finger are the ones that are getting screwed. This is my analogy. Have you ever have you ever seen a a a, a crowd of people running? Like to a certain to a certain destination and just running, you see hundreds and hundreds of people, and they're just all lining up and they're lining up and they're. That's lining called up. the marathon, I think. No. <laughs> Iron Man. They're lining up, right? They're I lining up. They're lining up. Didn't participate. They're in lining this erratic up. Behavior. And then and then and then. <laughs> I mean, there's a starting point, so it's not a finishing point. So it's not a marathon because they're not trying to get to finish. It's there's a starting point here, right in there. Lining up at the starting point, and uh, and they have no finish. And and you see these That's people running. You see hundreds yeah. of people running, I'm and wrong. so you decide to join <laughs> and and run and I've line up. I've never done any of this. Actually, <laughs> 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 join. Something I mean, for the sake for the sake move? for the no. for the sake of your 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 weight, 
you know? Yeah. We're gonna, we're, hometown buffet. <laughs> and there's a crowd of people slowly waddling over to the buffet. <laughs> oh, specifically the ham. The ham. Where they're slicing it. Yeah. <laughs> they're, all, they're all fucking flocking there. Okay, I guess I do know what you're talking about. <laughs> I mean, like I was saying, for the sake... For this mob mentality, <laughs> <laughs> right? Fat mob, hashtag fat mob. I just, I just, the, the way I see it is the way the way I see it is I just, I, I just see like people just like, just jumping onto something that they don't even know what they're jumping onto. Just because they see, just because, just because they see, just because they see so many other hundreds of people oh, jumping on onto, onto something. Shit. It's like it's like a dog pile, man. For and sure. It's like, have you um have you opened up your Robinhood account yet? <laughs> <laughs> You're not telling me if you've bought dog Dogecoin yet. Tick, hey, tick, tick tock, tick tock. Oh yeah, baby. Fuck yeah. No, th- th- this is wild, bro. It, it it's um it's a marker it's gonna be a cornerstone of the um financial world that we exist in exist in for the rest of our lives really you 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 know about fucking like stocks and bonds um when you have market irregularity and you have um just these 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 uh kind of like little fires that come up here in government it's it's a it's a seismic quake and it's going to ripple throughout everything that we live uh through uh from here moving forward it's insane and and that's really what this conversation is about it's the ripple effect what's to come what to expect out of all of this shit all i know is that whatever they're doing uh i'm i'm a uh following up with the uh, wall street bets and i'm trying to jump on this next one because uh it just absolutely makes no sense but it's an opportunity to make blind money because uh, there's a hole and this free market has created it it's created opportunities i saw some guy uh he's been posting every day and he went uh yolo you know and uh, he put seventy five thousand dollars into this GameStop stock shut the fuck and, up uh, yeah the, the discord that you follow yeah, and uh, no, no, it's a, it's on the Wall Street bets. He's he's uh, oh, posting okay. it, and he okay. he's been on this uh, bandwagon since the beginning. Yeah, yeah, he put uh, seventy five thousand on there. Yeah, uh, the first posting he put on, well, one of the postings he put on there was thirty two billion. Is yeah, that what that turned yeah. into. Oh, it, it, it well, literally changes yeah. life. The, the, the it next, just, it the, just changes life. Yeah, the next day though, yeah. he he lost a shitload. Okay. Yeah, he lost fifteen billion. Oh no! Yeah, so Poor he only had seventeen baby. billion the next day. Poor baby. Uh, off, of, off of one stock, off of one time. Yeah. And that's what the free, mar- free market created without the government regulation, without anybody regulating, because mm. it can keep, just keep going. And uh, I'm going to jump on it, and I'm going to exploit the market, but at the same time, I'm exploiting something that shouldn't be. And, and I'm okay with recognizing that. I'm okay with recognizing that I can capitalize on, on somebody else's uh, naivety uh, or being, being naive about how they should regulate these things with the free market and the free money. But the stock market in general, it just doesn't make sense how we can, we can as a people evaluate a company in the first place by buying stocks. Not right stocks now. Not it. this week. 
not this at, week at all like to to make that much of a significant change where we can say a company's worth a hundred it's not about a hundred million it's not about that. it is and that, that's it the isn't. bigger thing it's that this this happened not because of market valuation this happened as a fucking fuck you to the financial institution i know why it the, happened i don't know like, i don't know to how to problem. make that more clearer it wasn't about technical analysis or data or fucking market cap. I get it was that. a That's fuck the problem. you, bro. There's people talking about buying Chuck E. Cheese stock right now, fool. There's people. I shit you not. Yeah, because you're so pro- shorted. Probably, if you put money into Chuck E. Cheese, you're gonna make a lot of money next. I yeah. shit you not. And that's ridiculous. This, it's not. It's well, not that's about a, that, that. I think that's a bad sign. I think this is sign. an example of the fucking this market. Is, this is this is a bad sign. Tired this of is, fucking uh, manipulation. It's fucking tired of being shorted. And tired of hedge funds with multi-million and multi-billion dollar but is, fucking but this is a bad sign. Hedges this is, this is, this against is, yo, this the is fucking this is retail company. investor. This is companies. This is companies. This is companies that are not even making money. Fuck you. Yo, yo, you guys, are, you guys, fuck are, you. You guys are talking. You guys <laughs> are talking. Yeah. Hey, you guys are talking about GameStop. Game you guys are talking about GameStop. Listen, you guys are talking. You guys are talking about GameStop. I love that you call it that. You guys, like that. like that. that. that, that, you guys are talking about GameStop. You guys are talking about GameStop. You guys are talking about AMC. Oh, you guys are talking about Chuck E. Cheese. Like these are places that are not making a fucking cent. Oh, absolutely. Right now. That's yeah. why. Right. I'm glad you understand the fucking situation. <laughs> I'm glad you understand the situation. Thank you for proving the fucking point. That's the fucking whole point. That's why we shouldn't make billions of dollars off of that. Everybody knows that. But they, that's oh, exactly. Also, the fucking hedge fund should make the money. They then. shouldn't either. <laughs> they should be, there should they be have, regulations. But they, but they have though. But they have. They have. And they've been doing that. I just, fucking, I just feel like you're. I just feel like you're protecting. You're protecting. You're protecting. Has been making that much decades. money for fucking two decades. Yeah. They've been doing that for twenty so years. Let's stop that. Uh, yeah, and you know what stopped that? This fucking this revolution. Didn't stop it. Absolutely, this it didn't stop it. It absolutely you, did. Earlier you said it we, did. It's gonna it hold it up for a fucking, fucking rock at the fucking head of fucking Goliath for and Citron. killed him. It was for a Citron fucking engine. shot and it hit its fucking calves. Go, and, it's, go, and it's like, oh, go to Citron's web Motherfucker. Okay. Oh. Go to Citron's webpage. They actually just changed their fucking market strategy. Where Not, they're no longer publishing shorts. No, that where they're no longer shorting. Bullshit. They've actually actually they've for now, they for now, lost, they lost billions shit. of dollars, bro. You know what they're gonna be doing now? They're gonna be finan- They're be- gonna be giving financial advice to their fucking customers, <laughs> just yeah. like just yeah, like true. Molly Fool does. And how many fucking thousands and millions of subscribers do you have to that? Aptly named, yeah, and, and Molly and Fool, bro. Exactly. That's exactly what they're gonna become because they just got fucking raped. In the asshole raw dog. Yeah, but how many times that's have why. they made billions off of other crashes? For sure. How many? How much? That's why he's are Goliath. They going to make by still sticking that's with why their he's shorts. Goliath. Oh, they lost a billion now, but it's the stock market. Stock no, market they goes lost up and two down. and a half billion. Okay, they could have. Yeah. I just told Out you some what? guy made thirty-seven billion off of seventy-five thousand. So they, they lost, lost two billion. They lost two What's and a half valuation on billion. That? Potentially, yeah, potentially. It was potential have, billion. No, not potentially. It was that's what exactly they were going to make off happened. the short. No, 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 that's exactly what happened. It's what, because they bought back their short positions, and they had to fucking get with Citron to finance that loss. They, Citron, they some of Citron their is back. not the they fucking. Them all back. Citron is not the holder of the securities. Citron is the fucking company 
that bailed out the person that lost. That's what happened. Okay, but those short positions for a lot of people still exist. And eventually it's going to topple. So those same billions of dollars that were lost are going to come back very fast. I think you don't understand what a short squeeze is. I think that's what happens. No, no. The short squeeze, they're buying it back. I get it. They're exactly, it, But bro. some people are still holding it on. The institutions are buying it back some because institutions they're are too big to fail. Because they just got burned. No, because they just got burned. And there's other stocks that they have this in, though. And that they're, and they're just yeah, going to change the, their strategy. And Wall Street Bets is going against all of that. They fucking hit um, ARC institutions. They're going to. They fucking hit American Airlines. They fucking hit Nano Dimensions, which is an ARC fund. They fucking hit uh, AMC and fucking um, GameStop, GME, and fucking, dude, they hit a fucking fuck ton. CTRM, which is a, a fucking marine company that has a huge short position in hedge funds, just fucking 400x. Dude, they're doing it all over the place, and I applaud them because this is a fucking fuck you and a kick to the nuts, at least in aiming. To the financial market, bro. Should this be is wonderful. It's wonderful. Should it be allowed? Because this is going to change the way that everybody fucking looks at things. This is, I hope, I hope it's so. It's not, dude. All, I it, hope all so. it's going to incite is more regulation, but regulation on the common folk. It's not regulation against these hedge funds. These so, hedge funds are fucking begging for regulation right now. The same you, people that would fuck over everybody. It's the same shit everybody. Every, every time, every time, bro. It happens every time. It happened in the. It happened fucking in the industrial revolution. That's like that's my that's my fucking my 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 scenario right there, my fucking case. You know what I mean? Where it's like industrial revolution, bro, like a lot of people are making money off of like mining, oil and shit like that. And it's like there was already people that had been invested in the fucking government, whether it was because they had big corporations or slaves or anything. But they fucking manipulated the laws in the 1900s so that they would benefit the people on fucking top, bro. This is like... I can't argue with that. Like, that's another that's, statement that I can't argue with, dude. But that's, that's it, like bro. All, it's like, that's like regulation that came post-modernization. All of that should happen at the, at the point where you could have one family member working and he could provide a fucking stable and comfortable life that you guys are talking about with one income that's one that was the fucking prime bro it was gold and it happened and then post-modernized industrial society created government fucking um what are those called weighted blankets bro so that they could be a little bit more comfortable so that they could be a little bit more cozy you got me right I government like fuck that shit bro they don't got you they don't give a fuck about you. And we've always said that on this podcast. They don't fucking give a shit about you. And you fucking traded a lot of your fucking mana for comfort and security and that fucking little blanket you could suck your fucking thumb on. Fuck that shit. I'm not about that. So let's, okay, so this middle finger is going up. <laughs> I, like, I, I get it. So we're saying, like, fuck you. We're, we're capitalizing on this. We're, we're showing them what's up. After all the dust is settled, all, after all this is done, because it can't go on forever. Eventually, the hedge funds are going to change their strategy because they're losing all this money. The ones that survive. W yeah, we fucked over a couple of them. We took out one of 150,000. <laughs> so, yeah, you yeah. remember 300 where he throws a spear and it cuts that motherfucker on the lip? And I remember we he made dies him bleed, at the end. bro. 
Yo, yeah, he fucking died in the end. But we made him bleed, bro. But we made him bleed. Okay, so applause, and now you're dead. Absolutely, bro. So for all the ones that survived, though. If you're Mexican, right? But fucking remember Zapata? Yeah, stand on my feet, then die on my knees. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay, so what happens next, though? Like, should should we? Do you agree or do you support or what do you think? Like, should there be any changes after this? Like, after we're done with the little people getting their billions and the little people set the fuck you. And the hedge funds are now all destroyed. We got every single one of them. What's next? Do we do we just reverse it? Now there's just a shift of power. And now the little people control the market. And all the rich people can't get in the market now. So all the rich people make money. Like, what are the, are the regulations that are coming out of this? Or what actually maybe, happens? Maybe not. I, I think that's very idealistic to fucking think of that. Of like a future that looks that way. It's super idealistic. And obviously all of this ideology ideology floats on that. But I don't think that's a realistic fucking way to look at it. I think that it's a little bit more fucking equal, a little bit more level, a little equal. bit more fucking rational amongst the fucking um, social climate. I think there's a I little think bit Because our more history that. proves that we like equality. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, I think I said this off mic. Especially in fucking wealth disparities. Yeah. I, I think I said this off mic. Um, I think that right now we are going through an era, um, a paradigm shift into sustainability and like this like lessening of our carbon <clears throat> footprint and i say that uh, like with a little bit of a joking demeanor i say that even though it's like probably a fucking good idea but i think i see all of our like culture and society and tradition uh, uh, uh bowing to a new era of sustainability it's fucking gay as shit Sounds like I'm from Northern California, and I went to a, a university someplace over there. <laughs> I want to breastfeed my children as a male. Yeah, I have one to complain about chap fucking nipples, mm-hmm. and um, I think the world is going that way. But yeah, I think just also feed your child as a human. Why do you have to be as a male? Just as a human. Right, 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 right. Anything with nipples, <laughs> you can milk. He's, just, he's, he's he's praising Anakin's style, dude. He's- <laughs> <laughs> Hey, fool, this fool's going to get the Father of the Year award, which ain't worth jack shit. <laughs> Moving on to our fourth beer in the lineup. <laughs> oh, <fuck. laughs> We're going to have... What the fuck is this? What am I looking at? Wow. This is Goose Island, Bourbon County, Brand Kentucky Fog Stout. The stout aged in bourbon barrels blended with Earl Grey tea, black tea, and honey. Sounds 2020 refreshing. edition. <laughs> sounds refreshing. I don't know, man. I don't know. Uh, it sounds like an English. Wine. Sounds very English. I was yeah. for sure. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> top, 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 top of the morning to you. Top of the morning. <laughs> Hello, mate. No, that's John Australian. Lennon from Sometimes. the Beatles. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming in at a 14.1% motherfucker. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Those bombs. Bomb after bomb after bomb after bomb. Let's see what we fucking got here from Bourbon fucking County. Oh, 
It sounds like molasses. Yeah. <clears throat> we got this beard poured out, and I want to make note of something you told me earlier this week, or last Sunday, whatever the fuck it was, was this beer has a fucking reputation. If you're having it in a lineup of beer, you pour this shit last, because it's going to make everything else taste like this. Correct, yeah. Correct. <clears throat> um, In Chicago, Illinois, if you were part of the people, the select few that got to enjoy the whole lineup, just a tasting of the whole lineup, uh, it was like, dude, keep the beer separate, keep your glass separate. Even after you've drank it, just the glass with the contents of the remnants, keep it away. That's the whole kind of hype towards this one. What is it that, that brings out so much flavor in it? Like, why does it... The Earl Grey. <clears throat> the Earl um, Grey. Yeah, uh, that's kind of the, the... That's what the feedback is from the community. They're just saying it's like a very pungent, like strong flavor. And across, like draped across something like the Bourbon County brand style, that's quite a statement. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of variants that we've had and... Um, flavor profiles that we've identified off of the base beer and for something to have a reputation like yeah just put it off to the side do you know do you know how the earl gray is incorporated into this beer specifically i don't specifically i like, would imagine I'm just, I'm just kind of curious as to where it's something where it's like a like a hazy where like you are steeping like hops like is it something like where okay. you're just like where you're just like steeping nice. Mm. Nice, like nice. you're brewing the tea in the already right. fucking finished. Yeah, and that's the product. only reason I'm asking. Is just because <clears throat> I'm like so you're curious dry because Earl Grey tea in it, <laughs> right? You're dry tea bagging, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no shit. I I would imagine that's how you fucking build a monster on that side of the coin. Um, fuck, I I don't know. Uh, as far as I know, I I would probably guess that they included those ingredients throughout the brewing process. Because I've never heard of a dry malting. I hear dry hopping all the fucking time, mm -hmm. but I've never heard of a dry malt uh, technique, which could be something to explore. But, I mean, uh, I'm just excited to get into this fucking uh, brew. Um, uh, let's get some fucking smelling notes off of this shit. See where the hype's about, right? Wow. <clears throat> Whoa. Fuck. That's instant. Okay. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> you know, one of the things is hearing like all the different teas and everything in it. I, w I would think it's going to be a little bit lighter. This is really dark, but it, it smells light. I mean, it actually sticks to the glass. It does have more legs than some of the other ones, uh, but it still smells like it, it doesn't have that. Just like the syrup smell thick before you tasted it. Uh, this smells very light. There, there is such a curious aroma <clears throat> coming mm -hmm. from this glass. Mm -hmm. It is so bright and floral. It really seems like I'm sticking my nose into the fucking pistols of, of just like a blooming sweet flower. It's so weird. <clears throat> what the fuck is going on? I've never you had that. Do you know what the fuck Earl tea is? 
Earl I mean, Grey I've tea. had Earl Grey tea. Yeah, but like the flower of whatever the fuck it's brewed from. Because I, I have, mm-hmm. I'm not familiar with it. No, no, not at all. Yeah, no. I'm gonna be young Jamie right now. We're about, <laughs> we're about to pull up some info real quick on Earl Grey tea. Let's see, let's see what them Br- British people that are sent up for a block, <laughs> block lives in my <laughs> do, we have any, do we have any crumpets anywhere? So. You, you sound like you're from London. <laughs> I you sound like you're a computer. <laughs> In London. <laughs> It's gonna rain today. <laughs> <laughs> My fair lady for you. <laughs> That's That's you. So, uh, Earl Grey tea. Earl Grey tea is a tea blend which has been flavored with the addition of oil of bergamot. Bergamot. Do you guys know what that is? Nope. Look it up, young Jamie. <laughs> yeah, all right, that's coming up next. Go the Rhine's, the Rhine's fa- fragrant oil is added to black tea to give Earl Grey its unique taste. Traditionally, Earl Grey was made from black teas such as China Cumune. It's spelled K-E-E-M-U-N. Um, Cumune, that's how I'm pronouncing it. And therefore, <laughs> uh, this is how I pronounce words. I'm taking a dive. I'm going for it right now. <laughs> this is how I pronounce words. <laughs> Fellow humans. <laughs> Hey, we're done here. (laughs) (laughs) Almost, almost. Okay, so some fucking oil by fucking Chinese people, right? Oh, we're right there, guys. Chinese guy named Earl made this. (laughs) (laughs) The the fucking the the nose, the fucking just the fucking fragrance from this glass is insane. I've never smelled anything like it. I wouldn't expect it from a glass of Bourbon County. Uh, fuck. Let's get right to it, dude. Let's get right into it. Cheers. Cheers. Wow. Whoa. Um. That's definitely that. Wow, that tea is coming through strong. Yeah. It's, it's a. Like Arizona, almost. <laughs> I mean, like it's it's, oh. it's like it's like sweet. Like it's like it's a strong. Boo boo boo, Arizona. <laughs> Yo, okay, hey, you got you got you, you got your ninety nine cents in your pocket because we we tasting yeah. Arizona right now. Wow. Hey, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you what. I tell you what. <laughs> Earl Grey for sure, dude. Right off the fucking nose. Fuck. Yeah. Crazy, crazy Earl Grey. I'm not. I'm not. I'm it's not. so floral, bro. 
It is so floral <clears throat> and so syrupy, yummy goodness. I feel like, dude, I'm fucking gay right now. I feel like I'm a, like a little, I feel like I'm a bee, bro. I, you know, and I'm going up to the little fucking plant. You go, you go, you go, you go from, you go from, clo- from yeah, clover yeah. flower to clover flower. Absolutely. Just, just, just wiggling your little, your little bee butt. Yeah. You know, well, as you fuck fucking yeah. collect Twerking little pollen, pollen, and sticking your hind legs. This is to how take, to take back to your queen. <laughs> Exactly. Pronounce words. <laughs> that is exactly what happened. Actually, <laughs> exactly what happened. Fuck yeah! No, I feel like for real. Like there's so there's so many floral notes coming off of this stout. It really feels like they just fucking annihilated a bunch of bees off of the Earl Grey pollen or some oh. shit. Like, dude, this is packed with just a bright floral, sweet, syrupy goodness. And it's unlike anything I've ever experienced from a fucking imperial stout, nonetheless a fucking bourbon bar- barrel age version of it. This is fucking nuts, dude. Nuts. Yeah, definitely. I didn't expect this at all. And just how much tea is coming through this is, is insane. Um, you know, everything with bourbon. Uh, what was the percentage on this again? 14.1. Oh, man, I, I would say this entire lineup, none of this. Uh, I've tasted booze, but not the, none of them have been boozy. You know, the, none of them have been overwhelming, and this one definitely does not taste like a 14%. Mm-hmm. Um, with all that tea, just, just like the nose, it's it's just so light. This is this is a more refreshing beer, if anything else. And it's just a, it's very beautiful. It feels like somebody spiked your early morning fucking tea. Mm-hmm. It's boozy. It's roasty. You have all the fucking herbal tea. Fucking buzz, buzz, buzz. Feeling like fucking bees over here. Um, God, I, I don't know. I can see why you would keep this glass away from anything else. Yeah. Because it's going to fucking ruin everything else. <sighs> Fuck. It's very fucking floral. Very aromatic. It's just like opening up your fucking nasal passages. And it's the only way you can enjoy it is up here on the fucking nose. and Instead yeah. of the palate. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. I have a rating for this. I, I want to hear you guys. I want to hear your rating. Yeah, I see this <clears> as uh well. So I'm just gonna commentary, and then I'm I'm gonna go ahead and rate and be the first rate. Um, I see this as a very like uh, dare I say exotic man? It's exotic. You know what I mean? You in dare? Own, yeah. I think in its own right, it's like a little bit like. It's like daring, you know. What would you rate it? Well, I think I'm gonna do a ten on this. Ten. Okay. Yeah, I think I think it's. I think I don't have anything to ask of it. Mm -hmm. You know. Nice. Yeah. It's a good feeling from a beer, dude. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think it's like I think I think I think. Any occasion, if this was served to me, the last thing I would be thinking about is what I'm drinking. I would just be in the moment, enjoying with people. Just like, you know, having a fucking great time. And then fucking snapping out of that and being like, 
what the fuck? Like, you know what I mean? Like, what, like whatever I'm drinking is like amazing, amazing. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I'd agree with that. I don't know, man. I'm just like, I, that's that's just how I see this personally. But that's it. So it's a, obviously. Yeah. yeah. Um, what's your rating on it though? Yeah, it's a ten. I, I it's had, a ten. Yeah. You I already had, gave a rating. What I the fuck? Already give, I already gave. You throw that shit right back at me. That's the faceiest. Yeah, man. I actually, I think I'm gonna uh, give this a ten as well. Fuck. Okay. Uh, and, All right. And, and mainly for the same reason, I I've given a lot of my other tens like you know throughout drinking. Uh, I, I I it's unique. You know, I I like uh, giving tens when there's not a lot to compare it to. You know, it's it's a superior drink, and uh, it's it's in a category of its own. Uh, just like uh, you know, you mentioned right now, if I was given this, I wouldn't question what I was drinking, and I'm not sure I would know exactly what it was either. If I was given this, this isn't something I've really had before. It's a very unique pl- flavor profile, and it's just, uh, it's so nice. It's so smooth. It's going down in just the right way, and well, even without knowing it, I-, I think it would really just check off a lot of boxes. So it's it's a 10 for me, and uh, like you said, no, there's not really anything I could ask of it. I-, I I didn't really have anything to expect, but I just feel like it was it's hitting a spot I didn't know needed to be hit, you know? <clears throat> Real nice. That's called your G spot, dog. <laughs> it's a myth. Behind the knee. <laughs> it's a myth. How's <laughs> it, man? What do you got on this, man? Man. <clears throat> yeah, I don't man. Know. Yeah, man. <laughs> I feel like this is on the same fucking line with this Caramello one that we had, where we poured, we split it, and we just poured just the right amount of it because I can't feel like I have more of I, I don't feel like I could have more of this. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Um, it's very aromatic. It's very floral. It's giving you exactly what it promised on the bottle. It was like this big, punchy Earl Grey tea yeah, thing. Yeah, absolutely. But it's too much. Okay. It's too much in a beer. It's just, I, I feel like I want to enjoy a beer for the hops or the malt. Okay. And this is just something completely fucking different. You're not getting any of the base beer. You're not getting... Not any of it for you. None. Right. Fuck. Yeah. The flavor's... So strong, you're it's taken away from you that. You need this in a tea sized glass, <clears throat> yes. Like, it's it yes. should be sipped as such, you know. <laughs> I, like, I would yeah. agree, I, I would I, agree. I very respectfully disagree, man. I think, I think this, you just want fucking shit to know this. <laughs> I just, I just think, I just think this is, I, this, this is like borderline sessionable. Oh, shit, okay. Oh, I would drink, I would drink, yeah. I would drink, I would drink like legitimately like three of these i mean oh, you man. obviously graded this a 10 yeah so yeah. that i kind of feel like even though it's like fucking damn it's it goes without saying it's a 10 for you so you don't mind fucking having it forever right um i like that i like that sentiment um this is something um i'm present uh unprecedented yeah right um go ahead what are you rating this what oh um, I'm gonna give this an eight point five. Eight point five. Okay. <clears throat> I think it's a great fucking variant. The taste is ridiculous. It's fucking pungent. Mm. It's right up front. It has everything. It's fucking promising. The ABV is ridiculous. Fucking fourteen point one is fucking unheard of for something that's not as boozy. But as a fucking Bourbon County Stout, is this a stout? Probably. It is. Yeah. I don't think it stands water compared to its other fucking. Branded stouts. Yeah, I, I I could I could see that definitely as a stout like this this wouldn't if I'm you're 
you're right. You guys stick to categories. If if I'm ready in the category of a stout, okay, maybe it doesn't tan it as a stout. But mm-hmm. again, it's it, it's my ten because this is something of its own. Yeah, exactly right. It doesn't it's yeah. not true to label. Yeah, this becomes one of those beers like Utopias or something else where it's just like, is this fucking beer? Yeah, yeah. Is this fucking beer? Like you want to give it a high rating because it's something fucking out of fucking left field. But if we're gonna stick to the fucking category of what it's fucking labeled. 8.5 for me. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a 10 for me. This is a beer. It is um, unquestionably a beer. Uh, you can question it however much you want. This is a fucking beer. It's the base beer that you've quite enjoyed in the 2020. Um, we kind of complained about the body in the special number four. Uh, special number four contains a recipe for an oatmeal stout. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what's different about it. But when you jump back into the Kentucky Fog, you jump right back into the body of the 2020 Bourbon Barrel Stout. Body's there for sure. It's all there. And then there's this unique, complex layer of flavors that drapes over that um, familiar body. You know all that Bourbon County is about. And then you have these extreme floral uh syrupy sweet yeah. uh nectary like fucking um tra- trap lord talked about he's just, fucking envious about the fact that we drink the nectar of the gods i just don't think it's well balanced with the bourbon i think we have it stout. i think we have it you know i yeah i, I think can't, we have i can't it. really taste the, the bourbon on exactly. it exactly which, which is actually what I appreciate about it though i mean i love i love the bourbon barrel but the fact that the tea can cancel out the the bourbon punch of it, mm-hmm. uh, that that's something to wrap my head around. It adds a layer of complexity on top of a layer of complexity. Uh, it's rounding off things that are rounding off things. It's really weird, dude. Maybe it it's, should be labeled big. differently. Maybe not as a style. I don't know what <laughs> it, you would call it, though. It, it kind of seems no, no, because, because, because you can take because, meta, right? Yeah. Because, you, because the, the Earl Grey... The Earl Grey is up front. It's only after you've been in, indulging in it that that goes away, and that you start realizing That's that, fair. that you start realizing you start realizing like, oh, there's more complexity to this. There's more deeper, yeah, yeah, yeah. dry, dry. If, if, if you're having this as like an entry level, but if if your experience with Bourbon County. As like we fucking uh, craft beer geeks are, I guess, <laughs> or enthusiasts, let's call it. Um, you know what Bourbon County is about, and then this is something fucking else. That's like it just happens like that. You don't pick up a fucking bottle of Kentucky Fog, not expecting anything at thirty dollars a bottle. You don't do that. You pick it up being like, fucking, <clears throat> um. Goose Island, let's see what you could do with fucking Earl Grey. Yeah. And they fucking did it. And they fucking did it. You know, it's ultra floral, very syrupy, nectar of the gods, like, you know, when you said it, it's just like, yeah, we have, we have, all right, beers. This kind of shit falls into that, like, real category. I definitely want to see uh, more people try to take this on. 
Fuck, right. Incorporating teas. Right. I, I don't know if this is something that I just haven't been exposed to and other breweries do this, but this is the first time I've come across something like this and it, it's working very well. Gentlemen. And it makes sense. Gentlemen. You know, brewing teas within the process. You have a chef. You have a, you have a chef amongst the ranks. You know what I'm saying? I'm I mean, just I'm saying. It's sure, like. For sure. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. What do you, what do you call like, a, you know, a, oh man. Uh, you have like the wine experts and sommeliers. Some like, sommelier. What, what would you call uh, sommelier? And, 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 uh, and the beer ones are cicerones. Cicerone. No, 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 but what would you call like a tea expert? That has to have become oh, first. Shit. God. That has to even come before the well, maybe at the same time as the wine, or even before. <laughs> yeah. No, maybe before. I don't know. Let but there has to be fuck. a name. Like why okay. don't I? That's probably tea that. Is so predominant, like yeah. Probably yeah. Probably I, I actually, fuck I, that guy. I, that guy just brews tea. You know, I, I, I know. Like, I know. This guy gets me drunk. I know their names. <laughs> I know. I, I know. I know one of those guys. <laughs> Yo, I legit know one of those guys. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know his title, but I legit. I know his title. Hey, I know his name. But... Those <laughs> 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 worst tea. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long running joke on this podcast. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> And it looks like this is the first time Traplord has become aware of this. <laughs> I can't no? imagine how. Well, I, I mean, if he listens to us on his way to get tacos after being fucked up. <laughs> 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 it's a very short time frame. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I see that now. <laughs> I'm just saying. You guys go ahead, man. I'm not trying to stop your fucking... Uh, Tell us twice. <laughs> I'm not trying to stop throwing fucking wind into the fire, right? You're doing terribly, oh, sir. I'm honest. You see that log in your hand? I'm not trying to throw more wood in the fire, guys. <laughs> Easy start log too, bro. <laughs> Fuck. You're supposed to do the paper on those things. You know? I don't know. I, I, <laughs> yeah, I, I I've been watching those life hack videos for sure too. Yeah, like you're, yeah. doing, you're doing everything wrong. Yeah, like what, what the <laughs> fuck? I thought I was supposed to take the paper off, unwrap the shit, and right? then fucking light the log. <laughs> I used to put take the un, unwrap the log and then put the paper under the log. And then light the paper. I used to wrap the log and just throw the paper in the ground, throw the log away. What the fuck is this? I didn't buy a fucking tree. <laughs> we're not recording, right? Yeah, we're recording. Oh shit, we are. Yeah. Oh shit. Okay. We're fuck. Oh fuck! Something about the Simpsons. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! <dude. laughs>
Um, uh, isn't there like a closing topic? I think you want to talk about some bulls. Racist fucking cigarettes, bro. <laughs> I was in fucking Almani f- yesterday, two days ago, whatever the fuck it is, our hometown. You know, we all grew up there with all the fucking gangsters and shit. I was trying to buy cigarettes. And they said, hey, guess what? We no longer sell menthol cigarettes in Almani because Biden or whoever the fuck decided that it's attracting children. You know, children are in danger here. It's the menthol that's attracting them. It's it's the flavors that drive these fucking children to fucking cigarettes. I didn't know menthol was a flavor cigarette in the first place. Yeah, it's considered that now. Yeah. It, it kind of got away with it when <clears throat> they banned the jar on blacks uh-huh. and things of this nature. Like, if you remember, there was, like, uh, cigarettes that were, like, chocolate-flavored and fucking... Um, cherry flavored and vanilla flavored and there was a bunch of these flavored cigarettes uh the obama administration actually a democratic uh administration came in and eliminated these they just said fucking you can't sell this shit because um think of the kids yeah the fucking edward james almost but why, why do we sell so many cigarettes to kids though because of all the flavors so because of all the that's money. Why we sell cigarettes to kids? Because right. of all the money. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, why do we sell money? it to kids? Yeah. Why do we keep yeah, selling money. them to kids? Yeah, yeah. But because of all the money. Instead of regulating flavors, why don't we just stop selling them to kids? No. Right. 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 No, no. No. Okay. No. 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 Oh, okay. No. The only <laughs> way cigarette companies stay in business is by <laughs> attracting new customers. I, I guess get, that's all that happened. Huh? You get new customers. You sell to fucking kids. You fucking hook them for life. All this bullshit about fucking these fucking flavors attracting kids is fucking nonsense. We were only 16 when we were smoking those chocolate fucking flavored cigarettes. (laughs) (laughs) It didn't mean that we weren't smoking. We didn't stop smoking. Like we didn't stop smoking regular cigarettes because we were already smoking those too. Exactly. But they were nice. You know, it's a nice break in the fucking ebb and flow of tobacco consumption (laughs) from teenagers. It was nice. No, like, there's, it's, okay, on the surface level, on surface level, it looks like that, right? And and I think that's a very healthy response to that kind of bullshit. But there's something a little bit more nefarious at work, I think. And um, I I don't know that it's, you know, it's presented as uh, it's better for you. It's better for you. Like, dude, just fucking no more menthol cigarettes over in this corner of the world right in this like um fucking uh suboptimal uh lower middle class upper lower class community maybe they're just take them away because fucking whatever when you look at the lower class community obesity is the biggest problem and when we look at cigarettes, cigarettes actually help stop obesity. <laughs> nice. You know, because they, they, they nice. curb the hunger. You you also know that... So um, Biden hates poor people. Uh, you all, you'll also know that the majority of fast food restaurants are centered around those communities. The same communities. Those same communities just happen to have a jack-in-the-box on every corner, which sounds fucking amazing right now. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> if anything, we should, we should start encouraging fast food places to sell menthol cigarettes. So that way, if people like want to have a Big Mac, but they want to curb their hunger and Use fight obesity, yeah, they could just buy menthols. <laughs> and then we, we kill two birds with one stone. Nice. Yeah. Nice. I, I really wish that that solution kind of held any kind of ground. I know that... <laughs> I know that it's presented here as fucking um um well, what is it called uh something with s satisfying satire satire thank you sexy <laughs> Just like I, I know cigarettes. that it's presented as, <laughs> I, I know it is I know it is and I wish I wish but not really because it's still something that uh plague plagues us but. <clears throat> um the whole like moving over to eliminating menthols it seems kind of like uh that's the only last thing that you had to pick at from this community you took away I i'm not saying like i'm fucking heartbroken about this shit i'm just saying you took away all of their flavored cigarettes and then now you're taking away the menthol part of the cigarette which is like, what the fuck are you really getting to? Like, what's the point of this? Do you want to like rid people from like lung cancer and like addiction or something? Yeah. Or is this for like just yeah. menthols, a fucking demon that deserves to go to hell? Because like if you're putting your attention in somewhere, like what the fuck is happening, right? Like what's the reason behind it? If you want to get away from fucking lung cancer, then the, uh, obviously chocolate and vanilla are not a fucking problem, right? It's the fucking tobacco, you fucking stupid motherfucker. You're, you're so right. I think the cocoa bean, happening? I just saw a report, cocoa bean was like equivalent to lung cancer. As, uh, Marlboro. So I, what the fuck is Marlboro actually Reds, happening? Yeah. What's actually happening, right? It, it, these are like the kind of things that leave you in the wake of just a bunch of questions like, something's fucking happening here, but what the fuck is happening? There's obviously somebody making a lot of money off of this and somebody that's losing a lot of money here. And where the fuck, what's happening? So the what question the is, who's shorting menthol and cigarettes? <laughs> <laughs> right? No shit, pretty much. <clears throat> well, I would imagine tobacco companies have a huge short right now. We should start propping up and, and uh, <laughs> value uh, adding value to ah, tobacco companies. Yeah. Yeah, because we can make money like that, and we have a free market, so <laughs> we'll all fucking exploit these loopholes while we can. <laughs> it seems very targeted at a very specific demographic, and I mean, I don't want to be racist here, but <clears throat> black people, black people, <laughs> black people, the first one to fucking suffer with everything. Including so, diabetes. So we're making them suffer by depriving them of menthol? Is, is that the argument that we're racist cigarettes because we don't sell black people menthol anymore? Um, you're depriving them of yet just one more pleasure in life mm. is what you're fucking doing. Killing themselves. There's there's a fucking... <laughs> <laughs> cancer. That's not the argument. Right. There's right. a sort of liberty that comes from being able to fucking kill yourself if you fucking oh, want shit, to okay. from here fucking go. cigarettes. All right, here we go. All right. Hey, these are, that, that's liberty, all right? Yo, these are your friends. There's, there's a freedom that comes from it. There's a freedom <laughs> promised from cigarettes that generally attracts the youth. It's like fucking angst and rebellion and you're fucking fighting the fucking man because you're fucking smoking and you're fucking cool. And 
there's something in the black community that has that same fucking um, angst and like demeanor towards the man, you know, and it's just it, it feels like another another thing just to fucking maintain control of these communities, these impoverished communities. I don't know. I mean, it's it's kind of what goes back to uh, saving people from themselves. It, it, it's not the government responsibility. I don't think it's right, but I don't, I don't think I'm, so either. I'm not sure it's it's a necessary targeting a specific uh, race, uh, maybe a demographic, but limiting it. They all have. They all happen to be black. Well, I mean, jokingly, we're gonna say it's black people because of the fucking stereotype of black people liking menthols and cool cigarettes, right? K O O L because of of ebonics and shit. (laughs) But it's it's not jokingly though, because it's it's specific targeted marketing that the tobacco companies were doing to the uh, urban youth, black youth, to the uh, impoverished. Uh, but mostly to the black youth, and yeah, it, was, it was specific targeting for menthol. So don't brush your teeth, smoke a cigarette. Right? Actually, yeah, I think back the dentist that recommend, recommended. I'm sure. Why not? That would happen. <laughs> it, it sounds like it's logical enough for tobacco. Four or five dentists like, recommend cool mm-hmm. cigarettes. Yeah. And the best, I like I like your approach. <laughs> is that is that what happened? Is that what happened? <laughs> So, did that really happen? Yo, fellas, 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 fellas. Let's let's just let's just let's just lay it down. It's just what happened was the market economy was trying to fucking profit off of advertisement, and when yeah. the advertisement bit did best, dentistry advertisement. Mm-hmm. Yeah, was yeah. Grab a hold of your attention, and. Let's not dive into that that uh, rabbit hole because, you know, we're right, right now with that, you know. So, we're right at the precipice of a rabbit hole. The media getting out of control. Hey, this is what they're doing, but don't let's not delve into it. <laughs> what? Hey. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. I'm throwing, I'm throwing that ball. Hey. I'm throwing that ball. <laughs> that's, a, that's it. okay okay i don't know i don't know (laughs) so so are you so i guess uh what's uh, the the problem with uh banning the menthol cigarettes should they have not done that or what what's i guess i guess what's the issue here um my fucking inconvenience I want yeah. to go buy fucking yeah. cigarettes as a black American. Fucking, as a black American, I identify as black. It's 2021. I identify as a black woman. Um, I want to go buy cigarettes in a fucking poor hey, fucking I neighborhood. A, I want to see you in a thong right now. That's <laughs> hey, black woman American, I want to see you in a thong. Well. <laughs> so I had to cross the fucking street. This is how the free market works. Qualified as by the way, this is how the free market works. Which by is, the way. yeah, yeah. I went to one fucking liquor store that's in technically in the fucking like poor neighborhood, and then across the street is the fucking arbitrary fucking line that says, "Hey, this is the next city over. Hey, you can buy cigarettes here." Coincidentally, Arcadia, California, it's really known for pretty fucking like upper class, fucking middle class, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, people, so uh, I don't know. It feels very targeted, very specific to what they're fucking trying to do. 
But supposedly or, after 2023, it's going to be banned in all of California. So who the fuck knows? Maybe it's just fucking California and fucking Newsom fucking with people again. Yeah, he likes to do that. Yeah. Oh, were you wearing a dongle? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so what is, what is, what is Newsom <laughs> what is what is trying to do by 20, 2023? <laughs> Ban all flavored cigarettes in California. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's left after the menthol, though? Isn't that like, isn't he done now? That's it. Yeah. Menthol's the last fucking oh, stand. He's done then. Yeah. Dopamine, dopamine, he dopamine. <laughs> he wins. He wins. And they're limiting fucking the simple fucking pleasures that everyone's fucking enjoyed since the fucking history of man is fucking smoking some fucking dried fucking leaves. <laughs> yeah, it's Fuck simple. Yeah. You know? Fuck yeah. yeah. I don't fucking know. I, I could stand behind that. And I think that's a great sentiment to end episode 69 on. You guys had a I completely think... different conversation <laughs> than we were having. <laughs> and somehow we came back to the same fucking point. Absolutely. <laughs> dopamine, uh, dopamine, that's dopamine, right. that's dopamine. Right. Just fucking dopamine, dopamine, dopamine. Yeah. All the way through, guys. Just fucking uh, just enjoy life to your heart's desire. Dopamine, dopamine. That's all we got, actually, really got. That's all we got. That That's all we got, just fucking dopamine, yeah, dude. Yeah. So um, thank you guys for joining us in studio. Oh, yeah. Uh, Traveler, you guys are fucking troopers. You know what the fuck we get into here. It's been Wasted Content, episode 69. I am Anthropos. I am Astrophasius. Uh, that would have been nice on the mic. Absolutely. It, it's, it's, <laughs> it's a trap, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. And I am Ozymandias. See you next week. Peace.